What is going on, everybody? It's Sunday, February 11th, 2024. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Happy Super Bowl Sunday to everybody out there. Doing our Kicking Out podcast episode a little early today, in that fact, because of the Super Bowl. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in a little earlier than normal. I'm your KOP predictions champion, Tanner Lee, along my co-host, Paul Zartman, the wise man, and Chip, who said it's Sunday fun day. How we doing, boys? Doing well. It is Sunday. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Uh, professional wrestling, uh, Super Bowl, as you mentioned. So you can't go wrong on today's Sunday. That's true. Shep, how we doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. We uh, This is a little different daylight podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daylight all, all around us. Yeah. All of our backgrounds. Yeah. I don't think all- a single one of us has a light on. <laughs> No, I, no. I actually do have a light, but it's not, you can't really oh. tell I have it on. So, yeah, it's oh, kind okay. of above me that way. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, fellas, before we get right into Dynamite, Rampage, Collision, everything else going on in the professional wrestling world, I had some breaking news just come across my phone in regards to a talent heading to AEW. According yeah. to FIFO Select, Kasuchika Okada. Headed to AEW, expected to sign soon. Okay. We've been kind of expecting him. Yes. Yes, we have. He he wrapped up his career in New Japan over the weekend, as did Mr. Will Ospreay, who should be coming over to AEW anytime soon as well. Maybe this as early as this week. So, man, early early in 2024, Tony Khan getting some heavy hitters. Did, Did you guys see that? Any highlights of that cage match? Between the no. Osprey and the, and and the Bullet Club, it was it was different. It was different the way they do a cage match in Japan. It's probably why they don't do them very often, right? Yeah, it was different. It was a good match. I just saw highlights of it. So, uh, TJY on YouTube. I know he's uh, a really loyal viewer of ours. We appreciate him always tuning in on YouTube. He says, "Greetings from Hungary, gentlemen. It is seven p.m. over here. Finally, I can catch you live for once." <laughs> well, t- cheers yeah. to that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, look, look at Chef. Chef, what are we drinking? <laughs> well, it's Super Bowl Sunday, and there's only one thing to do if you're going to have a Sunday fun day, and that's if you're going to have HPVs, high-performance beers. <laughs> so we're having an HPV this more, uh, this afternoon. And then, I mean, once this runs out, then, you know, got a little pregame yeah. for the Super Bowl over there. <laughs> Love it. It so, me, so it gives Chef about five minutes, and he'll be on to his normal. Yeah, give me a, it gives me a great reason to have a cocktail at one o'clock on a Sunday. It does. It, 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 tomorrow should yeah. be a national holiday. I've been on that yeah. boat for a long time. But I mean, in the in the summertime, you know, you got golf to give you a reason. You know, go on the boat, give you a reason. In the wintertime, it's like, give me, give me something. <laughs> we got Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that too. Super Bowl podcast, whatever you need, whatever you need. So, yeah. all right. But, yeah, another good week in AEW, fun week in AEW, and I thought it kicked off with an absolute banger of a match, an earlier early contender for match of the year, in my opinion. Adam Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland with the winner getting a shot at the AEW World title against Samoa Joe at Revolution. And we, we, we kind of predicted that it was going to go this route, but – um, the way they did it, I thought was awesome. It was awesome. Um, yeah. We got a time li- time limit draw, but the fact that the refs 
hand was coming down for three when the bell went off was awesome. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Perfect, Perfect timing. Yep. TJY said no woo energy yeah. this week. There must be other new tastes to discover. No. The one was enough. <laughs> you got you got a better chance of me going and getting some Stroh's extra dry or something like that and drinking it than another woo energy. Some hams, some cooks, some real some real rock gut give you the beer shits. Yeah. More than woo energy. Oh yeah, that uh, that was not very good. It was not very good. Uh, no. But but like I said, what was good was Swerve against Hangman. These two, this rivalry's been so fun, and oh, they feed yeah. off each other well. The big moves they were hitting, you know, Swerve trying to fight through injuring his ankle. Um, man, and, and I love after the match. Maybe it's a little too early to say this, but I felt a little like we we're getting some Austin Bret Hart vibes from WrestleMania back in the day in, in the fact that we, we have a double turn. Could. Okay. Yeah. Could. Yeah. Now, here's here's the only thing. These guys are have so good chemistry together. Mm. We've seen three just awesome matches, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to throw in a wild card in Samoa Joe. Not saying mm-hmm. Samoa Joe can't, can't work with these guys. But right. I almost think these guys could almost overshadow Joe a little bit, and and which is crazy because he's your champion. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if Joe's smart, he just saves his energy, sits back, and watches these two just destroy each other for a while before actually getting physical. And I think I think that's how the match starts. I think he goes over into the corner, and those two start beating a living, you know, what out of each uh-huh. other, and and away we go. Yeah, I know what and I think I'll- watching right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I had collision trying to catch up on collision uh from last night. So yeah, a little collision in the background right now. Perfect. Yeah. Love it for the background. Garcia. Uh, and uh Joe, Hangman, and Swerve are all three gonna be in the ring together this Wednesday on Dynamite. Um so we'll hear from all three of them. And did you guys see the schedule? No collision next week? It's because they're the advertising back in yeah, the because the all-star game. So yeah. mm-hmm. back in two weeks. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, TGY said, did they tell the time limit during the match? I didn't hear it. It was unusual. No, I didn't hear it either. No, no, they Mm. did not say 15 minutes remaining, 10 minutes remaining, five minutes remaining. You didn't know until the bell rang and Robert said, uh, due to a time limit draw. Do Do you think they did that on purpose? Because I feel like the only time we ever get countdowns is when we do see a time limit yeah. draw. So maybe they were trying to uh, to not give us that little bit of a inkling that this was going to happen. Yep. yep. I think you're right. And it kind of, and the match was so good, you kind of forgot how long it was going. I mean, I yeah. do, I remember looking over at, at, or looking at my phone to see what time it was at one point. I'm like, it's got to be getting close to a time limit draw. It's got to be getting close by having her announcement. So, because um, yep. did we get it? We didn't get a commercial break, did we? And, uh, uh, if we uh, did, it was with picture and picture. It was picture and picture. One. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I one, but not many. One during that. Yeah. Not many. Because, because it could, it, it after the match, I, you know, I kind of hinted towards maybe this could be a Austin Bret Hart um, double turn. And why I said that was, and I forgot to mention this, Swerve got on the microphone after the match mm-hmm. and said he didn't go through all of this to end like this. He wanted five more minutes, but Hangman said no. He said, Swerve, you had to beat me to become number one contender, and you didn't. So you will not be world champ. 
he left the ring. That's when Shivani got on the microphone, revealed that Tony Khan said, it's not done. Revolution triple threat. And that's when we saw Crouch here and Hangman going nuts like a like a deranged heel, really. Yep. I always think I like a heel, Hangman. It's different. Very different. Th- through the yes. through the characters we've got, I, my, my favorite was the drunk. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was hilarious. But then that turned into like a depressed... Depressed cowboy, pretty much. Yeah, depressed like, cowboy, yeah. And, and then he, you know, that's when he disappeared for a while, and yeah. So yeah. I think a heel hangman is uh, is is due. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Needed. And we saw Samoa Joe's backstage right after he wrecked an announcement. He said, "No matter what they do, come Revolution, he'll walk out as champ, and both of them will suffer because of it." So he's not happy about it, but. He's ready to roll. Yeah, I'm, I I want to know, did Joe throw a fit or something right before this? Because he was out of breath more than uh, <laughs> Hangman and Swerve were. Yeah. <laughs> Hard telling what he was doing, but yeah, he, uh, he was a little winded. A little winded. They, Boy, he just he, got so built up in his character that he... He, yeah. came, he came running from catering. <laughs> he was sweating he even, I mean... <laughs> Sweating more than Rip Ryerson cutting a promo in FWF. Hey, 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 hey. Rip cut two of those last night, and they were good. And uh, there was no sweat, even though uh, I, I heard Rip was very hot uh, temperature-wise. <laughs> so, yeah. He picked right, up a victory well. last night with his client, too. So, uh-huh, there's that. All David right. Knight beat down the pastor. Rip need to get his revenge from going in the lake two years ago. Yeah, and he got some of it. There's still more to come. <laughs> you, you beat the pastor. I mean, that's not that's, that's yeah. not good. That's not good mojo. Yeah, <laughs> beat the pastor and the preacher with the agent yeah. of chaos, David Knight. He, well, if he gets struck down by lightning, Shep and I know why. So nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Well, uh, we got we got a women's match after this. Tony Storm versus Red Velvet. We got Diana Peraza on commentary. Uh, we knew Tony was going to win, but this was still fun. Um, but then it, it led to a stare down after the match with Peraza and, and Tony Storm. So furthering that feud into Revolution as we go. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for that match. Well, and and we saw Diana actually get in the ring because she wouldn't let go of the ankle lock on on Red Velvet. So, yeah. and then I thought Luther was going to get one from Diana again, but he didn't. So, yeah. Watch out for the shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we then got the BCC versus uh, the CMLL Luchadors. And uh, once again, I'm not, I'm not even trying. Not even trying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, these guys can go. These CMLL luchadors can freaking go. And I know a lot of people on X are like, this is no surprise. You know, CML has, CMLL has the best wrestling in the world. And that might be the case, but a lot of us in America, and, and, and or I, should, I should say North America, aside from Mexico and in, in, in the U.S. and in Canada, we haven't been exposed to these guys. So we hadn't seen them till now, and it's been a treat to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, to help you out a little bit there, Tanner, uh, Mystico, you can just call him Sincara. Well, Mystico is the easy one to pronounce. Uh, <laughs> there was Dorada and Valador. It's the other one that he was the, the one I had scientist. trouble last week. Yeah, the Matt Science. He's the one that I have trouble pronouncing his name. But, uh, and, and I think CML 
CMLL is the oldest uh, wrestling uh, company in the world. You might be right. I that. think it's pretty darn old. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But man, these guys, yeah, they can go. Um, this was a fun match against Claudio Moxley and Danielson. I should, should have explained that because Wheeler, we haven't seen Wheeler eat in a while, which I'm not complaining about, but, um, right. but then BCC won. Um, but we saw three other CMLL stars hop the barrier, but uh, some other AEW guys hit the ring to make the save. So daddy magic, cool hand, Ange, Christopher Daniels. So guys that don't even get along with the BCC, but they are AEW through and through. So yep. still kind of Protecting a little invasion company. angle going there. Do you guys think, where do you guys think this is going? I mean, uh, we know what Daniels's match is at, at revolution. Now we'll get to that when we're talking about collision, but Moxley and Claudio as of now have nothing. I mean, do, do we get these guys into revolution or is it just kind of introducing them and pushing it down the road towards forbidden door? Maybe where we could see new Japan, we could see CMLL, AW, and maybe even stardom now get into the, moves. um, I, I don't think, um, we'll see anything at revolution with these guys. I think we're building a true long-term invasion angle, uh, where maybe these guys show up in CMLL a couple times. Yeah. And then that causes them to get even more pissed at AEW's BCC. Um, so it just builds this huge, long rivalry that maybe uh, for Bindor, you know, I'd be okay with double or nothing, uh, mm-hmm. get a full invasion angle, like they take over double or nothing, and then that leads to something really big with these guys. I mean, even if we, I, I think it goes into forbidden door. I, I, I agree with Paul. I think you're going to see the BCC show up in Mexico a couple times. Uh, and I think the attacks they do in Mexico will be uh, um, violent, uh, like a true BCC. It, it is going to be blood and, and they're really going to shock the, uh, the Mexico fans when they do that. And then I can almost see into Forbidden Door um, a true Survivor Series match with AEW versus CMLL, where because um, Survivor Series is six man a team, right? Five or six, isn't yeah, it? Five or six, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so then then you're going to see the, the the BCC going to go out and have to make friends and and have to recruit somebody to go <clears throat> to go do a true Survivor Series match. So. Mm-hmm. I it like could, that. It, it could work, but but yeah, I think it's going to take some some of these guys yeah. showing up in Mexico and then yeah. and then gel it together. Yep, which is fun. It's fun when we see AEW um, wrestlers about such stars. AEW wrestlers uh, appear on other promotions, whether it's over in New Japan, in Japan for New Japan, or AAA, or now CMLL. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. And you know, Shep, you you were mentioning having to go out and find some people to be friends with for this match. I think you've got three other superstars. So we'll take you to out of this whole situation right now. We'll go Mox, Claudio Danielson. Every time CMLL has attacked, you've gotten um, Christopher Daniels, daddy magic, cool hand Ange coming out. There's your other three do it six on six. So it's not a true survivor series type thing. And, that that'd be okay, and nothing against those guys, 
But if you're going to build this up to a big match, I think you got to have somebody bigger, uh, a little more clout than those guys. Nothing wrong, nothing against those guys. I think you're going to have yeah, to have some yeah, more. No, 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 no. I power. agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, CD's a legend, but he's not very active anymore. And Daddy Magic's popular. He's really good on commentary. Haven't seen him wrestle in a while. And then Cool Hand Ange, still kind of in that storyline with uh, Ruby and all that. Which we'll get to. Yes, yes, we will. Well, we saw Tony Khan backstage to make his big announcement, and we were all pretty spot on with this. AEW's returning to Boston on March 13th. It's going to be a port night for AEW. It will be AEW Big Business with some Easter eggs hidden in there. Boston was B O S S with money symbols T O N. That or they just didn't use spell check. That could be. Yeah. Damn, damn spell check didn't give him the squiggly red line yeah. underneath. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you so. had uh, one dollar sign in business and then the two in Boston. Yep. Yep. Definitely interesting. Yeah. That'll be a, that'll be a big time dynamite. And who knows? We could, I mean, Okada maybe by that time. If he signed, maybe he that maybe he makes an appearance that night too for his debut. I don't know. I don't know. But I will be honest, yeah. this next match I was not very excited about, but it over delivered for me. Chris Jericho, <laughs> Kenosuke Takeshka. What'd you guys think mm-hmm. about this one? Takeshna carried Jericho, I felt like, through this match. But yep. at their yep. at their age and their Physicality, I think that has to be the only way this this came off as good as it did. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm I'm finally with Tanner. I'm I, I'm ready for a rebrand of Jericho. Yeah, it's something. And it's I don't something. I don't I don't want a faction of him. Um, uh, we don't need another Jericho faction. We need him to take a break and reinvent himself again. Yep. Yep. Was I, I the only one worried? Was was, was I the only one worried about uh, Sammy getting some retaliation from Hobbs? Because once again, Sammy cracked somebody in the face with a chair. My God, mm-hmm. that chair shot. <laughs> it, was, it was a little stiff. Oh, my yeah. Lord. And I'm like, that's one dude. I'm sure they're buddies. That's one dude I wouldn't <laughs> want to piss off. Right? I don't the whole wanna... roster out there, he's probably top three. I don't, don't want to piss off. I don't want a receipt from Hobbs. Oh, my God. No. Oh my God! But in the end, Takeshka gets the win, so he avenges his loss back in November over in Japan when he and Jericho faced each other. Not only did he get the win, he made Jericho tap out to his own submission to the walls. Yeah, love that touch. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that's a, that was a great touch. And now Takeshka, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, but the the ratings came out on Saturday or yesterday. He's in the top five now for singles title. Competitors, challengers, yeah. So he looks like he's going to get a big push, but I don't know what direction they're going for this revolution. Which is probably not over yet. We're probably going to get Jericho and Sammy and who knows who else versus the Callis family and whoop de doo. And, and hopefully, if that's the case, then it's then it's done. I hope so. Feels like it's been going on forever. And I know they had yeah. a pivot with Kenny with Kenny's illness. They had a pivot because the Golden Jets were probably, I mean, they were in line for a tag team title shot. I don't know if they were going to win or not, but 
Oh, I, right. I, th- I think originally they were going to win, and that was going to set up the feud between them and the uh, the Jacksons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, you're probably onto something there. Yeah. Yeah. But we then got the main events. Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus Sting and Darby Allen. This had big fight feel to it just because it's Sting's first chance at gold in AEW, something where behind the scenes he didn't want. Yeah, I read he did that. not ever want to get in yeah. a match for the tag team championships. Um, but this match was fun. And like uh, TGY said here on YouTube before we got on the air, you guys have to give credit to Big Bob. He was just great in that tornado tag match. That midair slam to Darby was amazing. Yeah, that was a good spot. Yeah. That was a good yeah. spot. That that was when they announced this, the first thing I thought it was is 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 Bill going to take the dive or is he going to bounce Darby off like a racquetball? Because you know Darby's coming hundred mile an hour and he did and he he I think it was transitioned to that sidewalk slam like that and oh yeah. Like there's no there's barely any padding right there. I mean, no, my God. No. Yeah. No. And and he nailed it. So both yeah. of those guys actually nailed that spot. Yes. Here's my question for you guys. Not that I'm complaining about this at all, but where was Ric Flair? Woo! And he's supposed to be by yeah. Sting's side all the time in these matches and stuff? He was. Uh-huh. And wasn't one of them, was it the, was it Hangman and Swerve? Wasn't that one sponsored by Woo Energy for the night? They usually sponsor one yeah. match tonight, and I think it was that match. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was no Flair tie-in at all to this. So. And, uh, I, I just found it weird. I mean, the match that Sting and Darby win the titles, he's not around for. It's kind of weird. It is kind yeah. of weird. Yeah. Not that I'm really complaining because every time he's on the TV, I'm like, I cringe anymore. Um, it's because it's hard to watch him at his age. But uh, I don't know. Speaking I, of Flair, real quick, anybody catch the uh, Nature Boy special on Netflix yet? In, 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 it's just a rerun of his uh, 30 for 30 on ESPN. Okay, I've seen oh, that, okay. but okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It did show up. They were advertising it and then I I fell for it and I started watching I'm like this was a 30 for 30 for ESPN, but yeah. I still it, watch it's it. It's good. Okay. It's good, but it's not as good as the one on Peacock. The one on Pe- yeah, the one on Peacock's way better. Yeah. Yeah. More in depth. I felt like the one that ESPN did was, you know, they had an hour long time limit show and they had to rush a lot of stuff where Peacock really dove into points of his life and it was pretty good. Yeah. But um, yeah, to TGY's credit and comment here, I I did come away pretty impressed with Big Bill this match. I thought he looked really good. I still don't like his name, but no, I I think, I think I've said this when I go on my rant on him. (laughs) He's really good performer. Yeah. He's very athletic for a big guy. He can move. Um, She's just, Stupid name. <laughs> there. Do you guys think they'll stay a team or now that they've lost the titles, you think they'll break up? He and Ricky. I don't know. That's tough because, you know, Ricky was sitting ringside up against the one corner there um, after the match and Bill crawled to his feet and walked to the back. So I don't know. Yeah, I I kind of wouldn't mind them going back their separate ways, both become singles again because they were kind of just a put together tag team that worked for a couple months. 
I don't know. I don't know if Big Bill can can be on his own. And and I'm not I'm not saying it because he can't perform. He can wrestle on his own, but I, I think he needs a mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Ricky does obviously a really good job at that. Good point. Good point. Uh, in the end, we got new tag team champions. As Sting's still undefeated, but now he won his first gold since back in his TNA days. As he hit the uh, Scorpion Death Drop for on on Ricky for the one two three, and uh, as he and Sting were as he and Darby were celebrating, he gets Sting Sting's sons who they kept showing, and my God, they look alike and they looked exactly like Sting did at their age, which was crazy. That is nuts. Yeah, uh, they jump the barricade. They come in. They're celebrating. The young bucks appear in all white with white baseball bats, beat down everybody, bust Darby open. Hit him with a rebranded branded EVP trigger, not the BTE trigger, and uh, yeah, that was really well done. They, were, I mean, I love the white suits because you knew they were just gonna get covered in blood. Exactly what happened. Uh, good way, good way to go off the air, get major heat towards the EVPs. And obviously, it sets up their Sting's final match with them at uh, at Revolution, which sounds like. That's been a plan for a long time. It was going to be with the Bucks. Just how are we going to spend it or spin it? And uh, so far, so good. Yes, they went all in. And as you guys, if you guys watched Rampage, whole new entrance theme, new song, which is just crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I've never seen the Bucks without that interest music. So, um, <laughs> whole rebrand for for Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. So. What do you think about that, Paul? You've been just, an original, an OG of the Bucks, so I like it. Um, I, I was hoping with this rebrand and the music and everything, maybe we get away from the young Bucks. Um, I was hoping they're so not you know, young anymore. <laughs> the Bucks, or you know, the Jacksons, or something. That'd you be know, cool. but. They're still the young bucks, unfortunately, yep. even though I think they're like our age. So there's that. They're not too young anymore. Neither are we. Shep, you can admit that now. <laughs> physically, mentally, we're oh. we're all all three of us are young, but physically yeah. our bodies are not young anymore. That's um, why you, that's why you gotta have HPVs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and coffee at one o'clock in the afternoon. Um but trying to find I, how old they are. I think they're 38 um, or 39. Yeah, I think Matt's a little older than me and Nick's a little younger than me. Yes, Matt is 38 and Nick is 34. Matt's about to be 39 in March. Yeah. Nick won't be 35 till July. Yeah. So uh no, I'm I'm excited for this. Again, I think they need to get away from the buck, the young bucks drop it to the bucks or you know not the corporation because we've already seen that but do something off of the fact that they're evps don't do the authority or anything but come up with something and just run with it i'm excited for this yeah we're gonna see a fun matchup with them in top flight this wednesday night on dynamite so that'll be good mm-hmm. a lot of high flying action there so yeah uh rampage this week Another quick hour, like it always is. Undisputed Kingdom with Adam Cole and Warlow. So both of them down there, but both of them banged up. So not really 
in action or up by the ring against Orange Cassidy, Trent Beretta, and Rocky Romero because Chuck Taylor's still injured and he got beat down by the Undisputed Kingdom on Dynamite last week. Um, forgot to mention that when I was going over the show. But uh, no surprise here, the Undisputed Kingdom came out victorious of this trio's match as uh, Matt Taven got the pinfall over Rocky Romero. Got to keep building the Undisputed Kingdom, especially when they're in title title feuds like we see Roderick against Orange Cassidy coming up in March. So, yeah. yeah. Then we did see the Unbucks, which I was just mentioning, in action against Robbie Litt and Mondo Rocks. Robbie Litt. <laughs> what a great name. And, uh, yeah, when they said Mondo Rocks, I so thought he said Mama Rocks. I'm like, wh- who calls themselves Mama Rocks? <laughs> and then it popped up and it went, oh, Mondo, my bad. Yeah, and we Job all one, know two. there's only one Mama that rocks. It's true. She hasn't been on TV lately. We haven't seen Christian really on TV lately. I don't know what's going on there. She's busy. Yeah, she must be. I knew you would know. Yeah. I knew you would know. Yeah. Uh, the EVPs pick up. Yeah, she'll be back. The EVPs pick up the win after the match. They get on the mics. Uh, he uh, Nicholas grabs a mic, calls out a fan for calling them by the wrong names, demands everyone shows them respect as their EVPs. Matthew grabs a mic and apologizes for Nicholas being a hothead. He says him and Nicholas are out, out in the ring in the first place to congratulate Darby and Sting for becoming new AW World Tag Team Champions. He says they put their blood, sweat, and tears on the line, but announces that both Allen and Sting are a little banged up as per report he received from the doctor. He says him and Nicholas' objective is to get their world tacting titles back for a third time and says they'll play by the rules to climb up the ranks and become the new number one contenders for the titles before announcing him and Nicholas will be in action on Wednesday's edition of Dynamite, which we found out is against Top Flight. So... I, I like how he said, see, we're, we're going through top competition points down at the jobbers yeah. and, and commentaries arguing about that. So good stuff. Good stuff. So far this run by the bucks with this new EVP gimmick is I'm, I'm so far I'm full throttle. I'm in on this one. Yep. yep. It should be a, ne- a fun next three or four weeks of the revolution. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I just, I really, one spot I want to see a revolution. I want to see, I want to see Flair come out with Sting, you know, and, and Darby. And I want to see towards the end, like the Bucks look over at Ric Flair outside the ring, then look at Sting, say, sorry, we love you. Like Shawn Michaels did to Flair. Super kick Sting, but Sting no sells it. Just gets up right, up right away and just pounds his chest. I think the place would just explode. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good spot. And a part, a, a spot I want to see the Bucks do before this EVP gimmicks over. They have to be filmed going in a target and going up and finding the manager and finding them five hundred dollars for something. Just part of it. <laughs> yes, that would be the ultimate, ultimate thing. That would be hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. And because then spot. you can guarantee that this was all a stab at Punk. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Hopefully, we get that down the road. Mm-hmm. It it another thing I I want them to lean into. I want them to be as tan as tan can be come Revolution, because I'm sure you guys being pro big pro wrestling fans, that's always been the one of the one of the reasons that Hogan didn't want to put over Sting was he wasn't he wasn't tan yeah. enough in '97 Star K and he wasn't in shape and this and that. So I want them just to be 
Orange. Orange. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. So it's leaning into a lot of things throughout Sting's career, good and bad. Mm-hmm. So it'd be fun. It'd be fun. Uh, Matt Seidel came out on losing end like he always does against Mystico, who also has Sinkara. Used to be Sinkara, yes. formerly known as Sinkara. He's one of the top talents in CMLL. He had a Spanish fly to win. So match was fine. I mean, Mystico did some really entertaining things. And it's just Matt Seidel, whenever he's in the match, I know he's taking the loss. So that's is what it is. Yeah. What was what was the deal with Sankara uh in in WWE? Wouldn't they didn't they say he worked too dangerously or hurt some people and Yeah, he was stiff. He wasn't well liked. He was a jerk backstage. Yeah. So because they had two Sinkaras. I don't know if Mystic yeah. is the original one or if he's their I, second one. I think he's the original one. Okay. So he's the one that Well, he, he wasn't well like backstage because he speaks Spanish. They didn't understand him. There's a language barrier. <laughs> That's true. Jeez. And they didn't like his um jump into the ring either. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I'll never forget when the camera accidentally caught that. The trampoline. Yeah, how he, yeah for the first time. And then everybody was like, oh well, that's not cool. Uh, Everybody knew it anyway. I know. Yeah. But yeah. TGY on uh, YouTube, Matt Seidel's the new Serpentico, just less entertaining. Always losing. It's true. Ouch. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Uh, let's see. Uh, backstage, we saw Renee Paquette, Prince Nana, and Shep's favorite, Brian Cage. Cage challenged any any two competitors in locker room to face him at the same time on tomorrow night's edition of Collision. You know what I, Shep really wants to see? Big Bill, Brian Cage, one-on-one, where the entire time commentary is just like, look at Big Bill go. Big Bill's just dominating this match. I can't believe Big Bill's taking it to Brian Cage this way. <laughs> I don't know. The, uh... Shep just, might stroke out during that match. I don't think he'd watch that match. I think that'd be paused yeah. or fast forwarded. Or... That'd be that'd be that'd be fast forwarded faster than a red velvet versus Jade Cargill three years ago match. <laughs> when Jade Jane uh, couldn't walk and chew bubblegum in the ring at the same time. Yeah. Now she can. Now she can. At now first it was rough. Very rough. Yeah. 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 Red Velvet was right there with her, though. So that's true. Right. She's come along with too. Yes, she is. Yeah. So. Red just got the push quicker because um, Cody needed somebody to fill in for Brandy because she got pregnant. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. and then, and still, has anybody seen Shaq since that match? He gone? <laughs> no, no, he's vanished. He's vanished. Yeah. There's so some guy the, that the... looks like him on the general commercials, but you know, it's not him. It's CGI'd. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's one of the mysteries of AW that we'll probably never understand what the hell they're going to do with that. <laughs> and at least make an appearance at something yeah, after the I fact. Mean, follow no. up for nothing. No, no. Ambulance doors are wide open. Check's gone. <laughs> never again. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Will Nightingale and Chris Statlander with Stokely Hathaway take on the Outcast with Harley Cameron. Uh, right there with that cool hand and stuff going on. Uh, but Will Nightingale and Chris Statlander got the win. After the match, Statlander shook, shook Hathaway's hand. Uh, Nightingale offers her hand to him, and he shakes it. She then hugs him. Sky Blue then appears on the ramp, and Julia Hart appears next to her after lights go out. Julia holds up her TBS championship, and lights go back out again. 
when they come back up, Hart and Blue are gone, leaving Nightingale and Stetler in the ring alone, standing tall as the show goes off the air. So I'm guessing one of those yeah. two gals is going to go against Julia at Revolution, and I kind of hope it's Nightingale since we've already seen Julia yes. and Statlander. So. I think I think it'd be Willow. Yeah. Willow's Willow's had a good little run here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, when I was rewatching this, I was telling um, my son this. I said the one thing I like about Rampage being taped is those lights out segments are faster. So it looks more mysterious. Like that truly felt cool mm-hmm. versus, oh, the lights go out. We wait a couple minutes for Julia to get down there, get in the right spot. Oh, now they're back. Oh, they're mm-hmm. gone again. Now we got to wait. Oh, they're right. back. It was very quick. And I, yep. I like that. Yep. Yep. That's a good point. So that and was Ruby- Rampage. And Ruby leaving um, Soraya in the ring. As she should. Yeah. Cool hand Angie's going to win. I want to know what the note said, though. Yeah. We'll find out. I'm sure. Maybe. So that's been that's been a rampage storyline for two months. Uh, it's a good storyline. I mean, it's entertaining. And Valentine's Day is uh, Wednesday. That's true. So maybe... Friday's rampage really, you know, comes full circle on this little storyline. That could, that could. <laughs> TGY Ruby Soho is the outcast within the outcast, not having those horrible fake boobs. <laughs> yes, I, I actually made this comment. I, I said Harley and Soraya. That is her name, right? Harley. Yeah, Harley yeah. Cameron. Really, yeah. Harley. Harley, okay. I said uh, Harley and Soraya could form their own tag team and they could just call themselves the implants. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. <laughs> Available on kickingoutshop.com. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. But this shirt is that hey, we this haven't is had available to use yet tonight. Out shop. That's a that's a, that is a great shirt. It is yeah. a great shirt, and I, and I, I've kept it pretty calm so far today. Yeah, yeah, it's so early. So good. I don't so want to get my so blood, good. my blood pressure up. It's sunny out. It's beautiful out. Yeah, it's good. Uh, day. It's good there, there's some, day. there's some shit towards the end we're going to be talking about that might get me a little fired up because I think these people stepped on their pee pee and they realized it and they went backpedaling. <laughs> but that's for we'll we'll talk about that after we get yeah. done talking about AEW. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll we'll wrap we'll wrap up we'll wrap up our uh, AW talk here with some collision, which is always a fun show on a Saturday night. Even though I watched it this morning, Um, same (laughs) I did too. (laughs) All right, I I tried to I tried to start watching it last night, but uh, I had some other arrangements and I I got I got a little uh, a little fired up and a little overserved last night. And I was I was right there with you, but I served myself so. Oh yeah, I guess I was. Uh, I was cutting promos, so you know. <laughs> we're all uh, Joe didn't get over till ten thirty. Started at seven, so yeah, there you go. Ooh. See, FWF oh. runs longer than AEW. Come out and enjoy. Now, it. Does, is FWF are they only running one show show per month, Apple? Yes, this year we are running okay. one show a month. Um, next one is March sixteenth. At the CCAC right. in Warsaw. So come out and check it out. 
There you go. There you go. I got your tickets. If you want tickets, just uh, message the uh, KOP, any social media, and we'll get you hooked up. Yep. Support your uh, local independent promotions, people. Uh, yes. We saw John Moxley and Claudio versus Star Junior and Esfinge. Esfinge. I paid attention to how they said it, and I already forgot. So, uh, yeah, there we go. That's one thing I am not looking okay. forward to. Uh, the more forbidden door matches we get, uh, I can't pronounce anything. Anyways, um, yeah, this is a fun match to start off with. Um, Claudia was a little banged up coming into the match a little bit. But uh, I think Moxie looks in about as best shape as we've seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. He yeah. does look good. Um, yep. And Mox and Claudio, of course, get the win as Moxley puts Star Jr. in arm bar, arm bar and forced him to tap out. Moxley grabbed Mike and told them to take this message to Mexico or wherever else in the world. If they want to, if they want to step on, they'll get stepped on. Then FTR's music hits. They come out to the ring and Dax and Cash start exchanging blows with Mox and Claudio. So maybe that's the match we're gonna get a Revolution. Boy, that uh, did you notice? And I guess I've never, I've never. Maybe it was just the camera angle. The height difference between <laughs> Cash and Claudio, and even even Mox is a good four or five yeah. inches taller Cash than Dax. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess I, I've never I guess I've never noticed that as bad as maybe because that camera angle is just right there. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. noticed that either. Um, but there, there you got short guys. You got to be fired up about this potential matchup, Shep. I am. I, I mean, I, I thought the brawl afterwards was, was spectacular and all the security guards and the guys trying to run him down. The best part was they were, he was, uh, Claudia was pulling Dax's arm, like hanging off, and Dax is like punching at his arm. It looked like two <laughs> little kids, but it worked out well. They had people all over their backs. It, it was a brilliant brawl, actually. I, I thought well done. And what I laughed about was when, when, when Dax and Mox started throwing haymakers, it took like another a second or two before Cash and Claudio even started. It was kind of like they yeah. watched them for a second. Like, oh, yeah, we got to do this too. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, but the, these four guys, I mean, without a title being in the picture, these four guys could go out and have a, a classic tag match where a title ain't going to do any right. good. So, um yeah, I, I hope we get something like this revolution. And I love the FTR coming out protecting their show. They're a collision. Yep. People, you know, Claudio and Mox bounce back and forth. But hey, you're not going to come on to our show and, and tell us we're not the best. We're yep. the best. So they are colliders. Yeah. Yep. yep. They've kind of taken, I mean, you know, it's no, it's no uh, hidden secret that they're really good friends with CM Punk. That was Punk's show. And they've kind of taken the seat since Punk got fired. So, yep. yep. Up next, Daniel Garcia faced Shane Taylor. Shane Taylor's getting a lot of TV. Shane Taylor promotions, I should say, getting a lot of TV time lately. Mm-hmm. I love the way Shane Taylor punches. He doesn't hold anything back. His punches look so realistic. He's a big like boy. He, looks like they could knock you out anytime. So, but uh, in the end, Daniel Garcia keeps this this push going for Garcia. Got his fifth win of the year on Collision just alone on Collision. And, uh, but he made Shane Taylor tap out. You know, when Moxley went through Shane Taylor promotions, he was making people pass out. Shane mm-hmm. taps out to Daniel Garcia. So pretty big notch there in, in, in Garcia's belt. It is. Uh, that's because he's part of the bloodline. 
<laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we will. Uh, Eddie Kingston backstage. He calls out the Young Bucks for what they did to Sting and Darby. He also calls out Brian Danielson for taking away Brian Keith's moment. Kingston challenges Danielson to revolution for his title, but Kingston says he's adding a little stipulation to the match. He says when he beats Danielson, Danielson has to shake his hand because he doesn't think Danielson respects him. He thinks it's eats at Danielson that Danielson lost to somebody that he thinks he's better than. One of, one of the best promos we've seen on TV in a while. Yep, it was short, sweet, to the point, authentic. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be a fun match for sure. Oh, yeah. That is, that is and I, I don't see, I'm not saying a prediction, but with that type of stipulation, it's hard for me to see uh, him dropping the belt belts right. uh, that quickly um, and him getting that handshake or or something along those lines. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree with you there. And because as as Danielson's doing this, he is the biggest prick heel there is right now for what he's doing, and it's it's perfect for his character. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, he uh, he's over. Well, it would have been last night for us, but him and Zack Saber Jr. I think were on a New Japan card this weekend. I thought I saw that. That's why we did not uh, see him. I know it's coming up. I don't know. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, hold on here. I can't. There's I, a bounty hunter behind Shep. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. I, I figure you guys are looking stuff up. So I. Yeah, just, it, it was. It was. Up. It was last night. It was last night. Yeah, and Danielson shook his hand. It doesn't, doesn't tell me I'm, I'm on X right now, and it's all in freaking Chinese. I can't read it. <laughs> Japanese. Chinese, Japanese. Dirty knees. Uh, Take us back to the elementary school days there. Yes, you uh, did. Yeah. Uh, Saber probably got the win, I'm guessing, since Danielson uh, beat him last time they fought. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but all I, all the video highlight right now is just, both of them look like they went through a war. They're both drenched in sweat. And Danielson shook his hand. They bowed. Danielson got out of the ring. So Yeah. Saber yeah. probably went over. Yeah. So Brian Cage was accompanied to the ring by Prince Nana to face Shep's boys, the Outrunners. Uh, the mascot of the Vegas Golden Knights was there to cheer on the Outrunners. It's just randomly. Uh, his name's Truth. He took a beating for Brian Cage. Uh, it then eventually Hook came out after Cage, you know, beat the Outrunners. Hook came out, and uh, they started brawling on the on the um, entranceway. He went backstage, and then we never saw anything else. So, yeah. Give me two seconds. I'll be right back, boys. All right. Uh, the, uh, the Outrunners have been getting some time uh, on ROH. I like it. Mm-hmm. I don't... I understand they can go on television and, and do the job. I get that. I don't think they should be in a handicap match against this jackass. That's two weeks in a row they've lost handicap matches once to Hook and once to Brian Cage. Yeah. So. yeah. So come on. Yeah. So give, well, him a, give him a little respect, boys. We're obviously going to get the FTW title match, Hook and Brian Cage. That feels like a a uh, pre-show match, a revolution to me. 
Yeah. Yeah. But um, as we were talking, uh, I, I was still listening. But um, the, the difference here, at least we let the outrunners get some offense in against Hook. They yeah. got nothing against Cage. Squash. That was ridiculous. Because those guys are almost the same height as Cage. They're, yeah, they're not as big. But he shouldn't have been able to just take a hit and go, oh, you did nothing. Oh, I'm the Terminator. <laughs> Coffee's hitting. Sorry, boys. I'm starting to hover over to the button. <laughs> no, nope. oh, nope. back, hold back. You know what? Hold. That jackalope doesn't deserve <laughs> him the reason of me getting the. So there's, there's, uh, there's other people that there's other people that deserve it more. I'm not going to give that jackass the time of day. Hey, since the Bucks aren't using uh, the Elite anymore, does that mean we can take the song and use the explicit? Reword Probably it not. And pop Probably in the not. I should get a hold of some of my musician friends and see if they can replicate it. Then we could use it because then you know what? That yeah. let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it because I that would be a great way to get our first ever cease and desist letter from AEW, and we can frame. <laughs> it. I can frame it and put it on the wall. I don't and have it, one. And it might even be signed yeah. by, by TK himself. There you go. It's a free way to get an autograph. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We're on to something. New goal for 2024. Yes. Uh, How many of those yes. can we get? Uh, well, it, it's God. only February. <laughs> Plenty of time. It's true. It's true. It's damn true. Adam Copeland oh. comes out next. <laughs> Uh, he said, due to the rankings, he has a choice of title to challenge for at Revolution. Said he eventually wants to challenge Eddie Kingston for his dozen other titles, which that would be fun. He insinuates that he wants the TNT title from Christian Cage, but he's interrupted by Daniel Garcia. Garcia believes championship opportunities should be earned by wins. He has also been racking up the wins, just like Adam Copeland. He thinks he deserves a shot. Copeland says he respects Garcia and proposes that they have a match in Dynamite. Winner faces Christian at Revolution. But he also said the only reason he wasn't ripping Garcia's face off is because Garcia already went through a match. He said, now you're threatening to take food off my family's table. And pretty much said, I'm going to kick your ass on Wednesday. How do you guys feel about that match? Who do you think Who do you think comes out and faces Christian? Because I've seen the IWC take both sides, so. I want somebody besides Edge, Adam Copeland, whatever. Um, that they need to move on from that. Um, I know he's having these matches with the younger talent that he wants to work with. Uh, I would love to see him get into a a feud with Eddie um, after Eddie's done with with uh, Brian. So I think those two could be really have some really really good interactions. Um, because they both like the classic professional wrestling style in the ring and on the mic outside of it. I think you have to go with Copeland because I think you have to put a finish on the, the what would be a trilogy versus Christian, and you got to do it at a pay-per-view. Um, but one takeaway I had was I think Adam's better suited as a heel than a baby face because he had a little heelish heelishness yeah. in that promo yeah. or that back and forth with Garcia. And I think that would hit for the company better than 
than Copeland as a baby face because the company needs more strong heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because every heel they get, they end up just turning baby face because the crowd exactly. gets behind them. Exactly. Exactly. So, and then that way he and Christian can eventually form a team and maybe go after Tag Team Gold. Maybe I can get one of my predictions right. No. That'll be in 25, so you'll lose that one. Yeah, you might be right. If if he goes heel and him and Christian do form a tag, I don't dislike that. But you can't have Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus. I'm not calling him by his new name. Kill shot, kill switch. Kill switch. Whatever. Kill switch. Dino man. Dino, yeah, dino douche. Um, <laughs> as Cornette calls him. I think those guys got to be gone. It's just got to be them two. Yeah. I don't want. I don't think Adam needs to go into a four man faction. No. So doesn't work for him. He's tried it no. in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Judgment Day. Yep. Exactly. The only and faction he was good at was with the Brood. Yep. Yeah, and that was only three. Really, that was only three. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but I think that's what happens: is have Copeland turn heel. So we feel like we're going to get him and Christian together. And then instead you have Nick Wayne and, as Shep calls him, Dino Douche turn on Christian. Edge co- or Copeland comes out, makes the save, and then those two kind of work together. You don't form the team right away, but, you know, let Nick and – Kill switch, keep attacking Christian and Copeland keeps saving him. And eventually Christian goes, All right, let's do this. Yeah, there's a lot of different avenues you could you could go down to get there. So yeah. you know. But we'll see. We'll see who comes out victorious on, on Wednesday and, and ultimately faces Christian at Revolution because Garcia's hot right now. He's getting a push. He is hot, yeah. But Copeland is too. He hasn't have does has he even lost yet in AEW? Oh, yeah. he lost to Christian. Yeah, yeah he lost he to Christian. Lost Duh. He lost after, Christian. He, after he won the title, he lost to the game. He's lost to Christian twice. So yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Duh. Um, Brody King versus Mark Briscoe. This match got a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty physical match. Um, Probably. I like it though. It's you know at first I'm like, it's kind of random. Then I'm like, no, it's not. It's a story they've been telling Briscoe against the House of Black. Yep. Um, still am waiting. Or that day we get Malachi and Seagulls action again, but I'm almost ready to give up on that. But uh, Brody King's fun to watch because a dude that big should not be able to move as fast as he does. Oh, man. He does, and I think you might get this. I think if they continue this into Revolution, I think you're going to get – you might get Mark versus Malachi. That would be – I'd be all about that. Be all um, about that. Yeah. And and if, if, it, uh, if it gets un, uneven on the sides – Obviously, FTR. You could you could see them continue in that story as well. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and FTR and Garcia right now are number one in the trios rankings. I thought it said he, Garcia was ranked number four with FTR. I think four was Briscoe and the Hardys, mm. which is weird because now the Hardys are becoming heels. Yeah, kind of weird. Um, and it's weird. It's Bullet Club Gold's number two, but they're part of the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. So you think? I still think that's the direction they're going there for the revolution. But the trios, and I know we're kind of got a, we're going down rabbit hole a little bit here. The trios, no, kind of, not they're, us. They're becoming so irrelevant, in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. they, they just don't feel important. 
They they are, and I think I think that's why you need those guys at Revolutions to unify mm-hmm. the ROH and the AEWs, and we're just going to mm-hmm. have one trios champion and and go back and forth as, as yep. little as as you see. So yep, that's you can right. you, and you can per you can do what what one is there one pay per view every other month for Ring of Honor, or mm-hmm. even maybe every three months. Yeah, yeah um, not too many of them anymore. So yeah. And if that's the case, I already have my pick for it. So I went ahead. I'm pulling up the rankings to see where everybody's sitting here. Um, trying to. There we go. Uh, I, I want to make sure I'm correct. Scenario: Shep could rewind it a match or two and see what they threw up when Garcia came out. Well, that doesn't help when you go to the. Oh my God, when you go to the website that. They have rankings back in August of 20. There we go. There we go. Different page here. All right. So your contenders for your men's championship, Swerve and Hangman are tied at one, of course. Adam Copeland, three. Moxley, four. Kenosuke, Takeshka, five. For women's, Barraza, one. Thunder Rosa, two. Kurashita, three. Sky Blue, four. Mariah May, five. Tag team, Ricky Starks and Big Bell, one. Mox and Claudio, two. Top Flight, three. Priya Party, four. FTR, five. And trios, FTR and Daniel Garcia, one. Bullet Club Gold, two. Hardys and Mark Briscoe, three. Blackpool Combat Club, four. And Dark Order, five. Okay. All right. So I must have misread it. No harm. No harm, no foul. But Brody King was victorious over Mark Briscoe. Uh, Mark went for the froggy bow, but got distracted by Julia Hart. Uh, Brody then pushed him off onto the table. Put him back in the ring. Hit him with a gonzo bomb for the win. Then after the match, Julia spiked Mark right in the head with the metal spike. Yeah. And, and in all honesty, who wouldn't get distracted by Julia? So can you blame the man? <laughs> no. No. No, you can't. So good stuff, though. Good stuff. Doesn't make Mark look weak. I mean, it was a dirty win by the House of Black, and we not expect anything different. So Nope. No, no, and I like, the, I like what they're doing with Mark, you know, putting him out there in matches like this as a single competitor. Mm-hmm. Not always putting him in a tag or a trios match. Um, so in, yep. in 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 his, you know, when he's talking, he's like, hey, I'm just trying to find my way. You know, never done this in 25 years or whatever. So I'm just, I'm just gonna do it on my own. So yep. like like him right now. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh Deanna Praza went over Kier Hogan. Pretty quick match here. Um, but and they're making her look like a star, which I think I mean she's I think she is. I mean, she's mm-hmm. was well, well uh, credited in Impact and and doing well already in AEW. And you know, credit to Tony Khan. I know we've given him a lot of flack over the years, and deservingly so, about the women's division. But he's signing more top tier women's talent, and all of a sudden, he's starting to give them more matches too. We're starting to see two women's matches per Collision, at least. So nice to see. Yeah, finally yeah, Collision, collision yep. is becoming uh, the women's brand, so yep. to speak. And I think. Uh, Miss uh, Mercedes Monet is going to be on collision too. So, oh yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Who do you want her first feud to be with? Oh, I want it, Bert Baker, or Attorney Bert Baker. I think that's money right away. So Mercedes comes out at big business. She's talking about how excited she is, and then all of a sudden, Fritz music hits, and she comes out and says, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this ain't going to be how it is. This is my division." Yep, and that could be a big feud where 
uh, your, your your next pay-per-view after that would be Double or Nothing. So you could yep. stretch it out Double or Nothing. Yeah, I think that's a big money feud right away. Because yeah, big money. We haven't huh? seen Brit. We haven't seen Brit in a long time. So. No, we haven't. She was she was hurt though, right? She's got some nagging in, injuries. Yeah, she was. She did a interview with Brenna Walker and Mark Titus on Barstool the other day. That was pretty interesting. Um, the one clickbait takeaway I had was how mad MJF was about Cody getting the neck tattoo of Revolution Twenty Twenty because he thought he felt like Cody's neck tattoo was going to take away his spotlight. Hmm. I saw that, yes. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. So, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tony Storm's match. Yes, thank you. Yes. Against Queen Emanata. Miss uh, Collision herself. Yeah, and she was even on the intro for the. Yeah. That's right. For the, yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. I, I watched, that's what made me know where we were at because I just <laughs> it saw the other match and I'm like, oh, that's Tony Storm. Hey, that's where we're at. But uh, Tony ends up getting the win in this match, of course. But the funniest part was the very end. She was addressing the crowd about her, about her impressive technical match. On Dynamite, she will debut a new short film. And she told Peraza that the pain of not being so much as a tiny wart on my butthole will haunt you for the rest of your bloody life. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think TK just gives her an, a hot mic and says, Go. say whatever the hell yeah. you want. Because, <laughs> I mean, some of this stuff is, I, I mean, obviously the show is PG-13, yeah. I think is is what it's rated on television, but yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's it's great adult humor. It really it is. is. It I is. mean, some I know there's a lot of little kids in the in the in the seats nowadays, and you got to be careful. You got to walk a tightrope sometimes, but it, it's it's. I mean, it makes a 41 year old dude laugh when oh she's girl great says the word butthole. I, I mean, it makes you two laugh. You say the word butthole. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh, but <laughs> my holes in '69. Just yeah, it's just. <laughs> but yeah, um, this timeless Tony Storm has really done wonders for yeah. Tony Storm. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, and she does a really, you know, ship. You're talking about the humor and kids and adults stuff. She does a really good job of walking that line. You know, we got uh, tits out from her. Um, didn't chin, really chin up tits out. Yeah, chin up tits out. Watch out for the shoe. Uh, and now it's time for a commercial break. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's done a really good job of delivering stuff that adults will enjoy just as well as kids, and especially the inner child in the adults. So I think she's a million bucks right now. Yeah, and yeah. which if you ask if you ask my wife, I act like a child all the time. So. Uh, mine Me says too. the same. Don't worry. Yep, that's three for three there. So. My wife says she has four kids, not three, <laughs> and I'm the fourth. You're just the biggest. Yes. <laughs> um, so so far we know five matches for Revolution. So Danielson against Kingston, um, Sting and Darby versus the Jacksons. Even though I don't know if that's is that official officially announced, but whatever we know, it's mm-hmm. going to happen. It'll be there. Um, Deanna against Tony, Joe against uh, Hangman and Swerve, and what's the other one? 
Yeah. Um, 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 Roddy and Orange. Thank you. Roddy there and you Orange. Roddy and Roger Strong and Orange. Yep. I couldn't think of Roddy's name for the second there. It was it was throwing me off. So the car the cards come together really, really big, which usually Revolution, looking back on it, it's usually I mean, AW delivers with all their pay-per-views, but Revolution's one every year you look and you're like, that might have been the card of the year. And it's it's looking pretty darn good so far. Um, and it's one of the few shows of the year that we're watching the Wednesday before so we can make our predictions going, all right, all right, hold on, hold on. Uh, we're at five matches. Oh, crap, now we're at ten. <laughs> well, and the beauty of doing it on Sunday now, I mean, we can talk about this later, but maybe we do another earlier Sunday podcast, the day of Revolution. If it, Yeah, it is on Sunday, isn't it? It, it is, is on Sunday, March 3rd. Yeah, so. we could do that. We could do yeah. that. That way we don't we can do all the predictions. We don't have to do seven when then there's ten matches three days later. Or we we can we can go back to the old school ways and we can do a Saturday night after collision at ten fifteen. That's true. Ooh, yeah, that's that true way, too. Yeah, because you know that's just what Shep needs to do at ten o'clock on a Saturday night is, <laughs> to, get a, is to get on a, a live stream with a hot mic that yep. nothing will go wrong at all. <laughs> no. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. It'll be one of those. Shep, you doing okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. It'll be doing what he just says right there. Yeah, yep. it, but the difference is, is this is the first one. And if it's 10 o'clock on a Saturday, I'll be seven deep. And I'll be like, <laughs> I'll wake up in the morning just being like, God, you're a piece of shit. But oh, well, let's do it again. Yeah. You know, it happens a lot. He'll <laughs> wake up Sunday morning and go, I am never drinking again. Oh, wait. It was uh, yeah. I, I tend I tend to enjoy enjoy my adult beverages, you know. But last night was one of those nights where they tasted way too good, and before I knew it, it was no turning back. It was yeah. I I'm, I can't go backwards. It's only going forward. So yep. uh, I came home from my event and decided to watch Collision and, and make another adult beverage, which is exactly what I needed. I text you guys a couple obscenities about Brian Cage, and unfortunately, I had to watch the rest of Collision this morning because I just took a little nap on the couch out here. And yeah, anyways, yep, good stuff, good, good, stuff. good stuff. But I feel Ooh, great yeah. actually after having an HPV and one of these. It's Ray full throttle. It's full throttle for the Super Bowl. Better watch out. Well, you know who was full, full throttle with his chops last night was Ishii against Orange oh, Cassidy. My yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, he always lays it in. We've seen him quite a few times in AEW, but uh, he, never, think, he never picks up wins. But God, I think I sent this to you guys last night. But did you see the comparison to him to a real bull, like the bulldog thing I sent you guys? How he yes. literally looks like a bulldog. Yeah. yeah. Just, he does. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Call him the stone pit bull, but he looks like a bulldog. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, it was back and forth. It was a long match. It was a good match, but we knew Orange wasn't going to lose. Uh, Orange ended up getting the win with one of his classic roll-ups. Mm-hmm. I like I like that finish with Ishii, though. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to. I don't think that guy needs to take a pin or a submission. Well, I mean, well, he took a pin, but the, the way he did the roll-up. Well, it's more realistic. I mean, a guy of Orange Cassie's size, is he really going to knock Ishii out with an orange punch? Mm-hmm. No. Don't think so. Yeah. Not even seven of them. So then after the match, Orange is struggling to get to his feet. Taven, Bennett, and uh, Strong come in and attack him. And Ishii comes in to save him. 
And then so does uh, Trent comes out with a chair. So, yeah. One off, thing, collision, off, off air of collision. One thing I noticed, though, and um, Shep, you might be able to catch it. Um, when they started attacking him, he was at the Ishii was at the top of the entrance and he just looked back a couple times and then stepped back behind the curtain and was like, all right. <laughs> it was just one of those. He walked back there, looked back at him going, eh, who cares? Yeah. And then he got Not back my there business. and it's like, no. yeah. all right, I better go help him. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was good. It, I, I enjoy watching that guy. I'm, I'm glad to, uh, to see I'm glad that AEW brings him in and, and we get to watch watch him a lot. A lot mm-hmm. of the New Japan guys, it's 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 a treat. I mean, I don't think we understand, or I don't think the typical AEW fan understands how lucky. And I'm not I'm not just trying to you know put over TK here, but I don't I don't think they understand that with the new options of wrestling that we get to watch compared to five six years ago and you see the forbidden door and i know trips shit on that term uh last week or two weeks ago um but he's got other things that he has to worry about um (laughs) we're we're lucky to see these other talents perform on our soil and our television show um that five six years ago we would have never ever got to see yeah, yeah, we could five, six years ago we could live stream New Japan on, on your laptop or whatever, which is great. But now you get to see him in another promotion in America on television on a weekly free television show. It's it's, it's we're lucky as hell. Yeah, we're we're like yeah, we're lucky and we, we I think we take it for granted. We because, do now like you said, we've we've been used to it the last four years, but before that, like you said, we never saw it. Never, never saw, it. saw it. So yeah. You know, the, the the only time we ever saw it was the WCW versus WWE invasion angle. But we Vince had already bought the damn company, so there was all yeah, one and, company and, at this time. And talk that's and maybe we go down that rabbit hole one day with a podcast of big what ifs and wrestling. That's one of mine. They screwed that up so bad. Oh yeah. It, it was because they couldn't get the big hitters in because of their contracts with Warner. They were just sitting home getting paid. I mean, you had guys like Sean Stasiak and I mean, your biggest guy, your biggest guys were Booker T and DDP, which they're great. They're legends, but they didn't know what to do with DDP. So they turned him into a stalker heel. It was just mm-hmm. awful. That whole thing was awful. Just awful. Yeah. Here's what it is. Show of the week. Mm. 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 Man. I, uh, uh, go ahead, uh, Paul. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go dynamite. Um, Mainly because of the main event. I thought all around collision was a better show. I thought it was a better wrestling show. Okay. Okay. I'm going dynamite as well. I thought it was one of their stronger dynamites in quite a while. Um, yeah. Start off hot with a early match of the year contender for me and then finished hot with seeing a legend get gold for the first time in many years. And then a hot heel angle at the end. We got a big announcement that I know people are like, oh, my God. It's a, he just made an announcement for a special dynamite. Well, I mean, read between the tea leaves. See who's coming in in a month. That's a pretty big deal yeah. uh, for your women's division. So I'm going dynamite, and I'm going 8-2. I oh, it. I didn't even think to throw my, my rating out there. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm at 8-1. 
I chose Collision. Um, not that I didn't enjoy Dynamite and Sting winning the Golden and obviously the Swerve and Hangman thing, but I thought through the middle of that show there was not a lot of meat in the middle where we got it on Collision. Uh, like Collision a lot, and I was going seven point nine for Collision. Yeah, good stuff. Good He's stuff. just going with Collision every week because that's where he he's sees a collider. FTR. He's a collider. He's an FTR. -er. I'm still waiting for one of us to pick Rampage one of these weeks, but Rampage, I think, as an hour show, would really have to be pretty it, incredible to get. It'd back. have to be a banger show, and and I'll be the first one to admit on Thursday morning when I'm drinking my coffee and uh, reading my dirt sheets, yep. and it's right there. Spoilers, click here. Yeah, I I read it. Yeah, no, it's it's easy to do. It's easy to yeah. do. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, how about wrestler of the week? There's this is a tough one because there's a lot of good choices this week. Shep, I'll let you go first. I'm going with Takeshna. I like it. I mean, I I, I know there's a, a language barrier there. That's why you don't see him talk obviously a lot. We got him with Don Callis, who's obviously a great talker. Um, I, I want to see him. I know he's a young guy. He's still in his twenties, um, but I mean, that guy has world championship. Uh, abilities um, in in the future. So, and then the match with Jericho, like I said, I, he carried he carried a legend. Jericho's a legend. We all agree that whether you like him or not, with with all his shit rumors behind him, whatever, he's still a legend. Mm -hmm. And Keshna went out and had an awesome match with him, and and he carried him. That's my wrestler of the week. Yep. Yeah, I think he's gonna get a big push, deservingly so too. And you know, Tanner, I'm gonna let you go ahead and go. Um, but I wanna I wanna just say you, you talked about the Jericho rumors. Notice nobody's talking about those anymore now that yeah. that other news came out. Well, and the crowd in Phoenix, which kudos to the Phoenix crowd. They were hot, they were awesome mm -hmm. for uh, for dynamite, even on Rampage. Um they were singing along to Judas once again. So I know that yeah. rubs some people the wrong way on the internet because it's as you kind of said, Paul's kinda like Brushed it aside already, which sometimes that happens. But well, you know, if, if 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 the allegations are true, it'll come back up. So, and, and here's my thing, and she's somewhat talented uh, if she could ever stay with a company. But this isn't the first, and he wasn't the last person she had allegations against. And this hmm. is only one individual bringing it up that I saw. Um, I didn't see anybody else come forward with these type of allegations and I could be wrong because again, you guys follow the dirt sheets closer than I do. Cause I like to be surprised about what's going to happen, but I haven't seen too much more other than this one individual making these accusations. You, you, from what I've read, you're correct, Paul. Mm -hmm. And I would think when something serious like this comes out, a guy like Tony Khan, um, would do his own investigation because let's be honest, Tony Khan has a, he has a lot of money. He has a lot of money invested in AEW. He has a lot of money mm -hmm. invested in Chris Jericho, but if they were true and they were, they were all proven true. Yep. Tony Khan has zero, zero hesitation of getting rid of somebody. AKA look what happened to punk. He would get rid of Jericho faster than the freaking private jet could be fired up and get him out of there. Yep. Mm -hmm. So right now, like you said, they're allegations. If they're true, he's a piece of shit. 
obviously, if they're not, Tony Khan's going to let him perform, and we move on. And that's, that's the only way you can look at it, I guess. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. And like you said, Shep, and with the morale and everything of AEW, which they said's at a really high point right now compared to what it has been, you don't want to take any chance of your morale getting back down. So if those allegations were true, yeah, I think he'd have no problem to gone. Yep. Like we're we're not we're not messing around here. So. Yeah, and at least worst case scenario, he would have taken him off the of TV. Yeah, and they didn't do that. Exactly. Not even close. Exactly. So, so that kind of that's when I went eh, right. Yeah. And like I said, this individual seems to be a trend with them is every company they've been in, there's been some type of allegations. And that's why that individual has left. My rest of the week, I want to I want to go with tie with Swerving Hangman just because that match was awesome and a great way to kick off the whole week for AW. But I got to go cop out. I got I got to pick Sting. I got to pick the icon, the vigilante. Dude's got gold for last time in his career. It's going to be interesting to see if he keeps it through Evolution and stays undefeated, then vacates it, or Darby gets a new partner, or or if he goes out on his back against the Bucks. But I, uh, I don't, I don't think match. he, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think Sting would let that happen. I don't, I don't, you know, obviously reports he didn't want to win the, the belt to begin with, so that means he is a hundred percent putting over the talent and riding off in the sunset out of his territory. Yep. 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 I mean, he is old school as old school gets when it comes to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also read an interesting note about Revolution. I guess it was uh, originally going to be in the Midwest. They didn't say where. Um, but then with Ty and Steen's retirement match is when they moved it to Greensboro. So, which it's selling unbelievably well. They keep adding more tickets to it because it's selling so well. So, mm-hmm. well, they're, they're, yep. they're well over 10,000 seats, aren't they? Oh, they're about, they're getting close to 17,000, I think. Are, are they? Yeah, I'm going to check that and why Paul gives us his pick. Yeah. Uh, while you do that, I'll say you said Midwest. Our luck, it will be. Uh, it was going to be in Indianapolis. I know. <laughs> Revolution in Indy got moved to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks, Sting. No. Um, They've sold uh, 15289 with 144 still available to purchase with current setup. Okay. It'll change. Yeah. I've got a feeling. Mm-hmm. And that and that'll be that, gets the more matches announced. That'll be a hot crowd too. That'll oh, be yeah. a oh, hot yeah. crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, wrestler of the week. Um, I was gonna do two. Um, one of them being Swerve because that was such a good match. But I'm gonna go with a guy I don't think I've had as my wrestler of the week. And if I have, it's been a while. Daniel Garcia. Delivered a, a good match uh, against Shane Taylor, and then having the the gonads to come out and get in Copeland's face, you gotta. And the crowd loves the guy all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, they do. That that Continental Classic did wonders for him, and that's what oh, it's yeah. meant to be. And then it did for him big time. Yep he so. he may have had some of the lower end on wins, but he came out probably a bigger star than Eddie did, in my yep. opinion. It helped them. It helped him by taking those losses. Crowd got behind him. So when he eventually beat Brody, it was a big, big deal. Now mm-hmm. he's got a partnership with FTR, which helps. Crowd loves FTR. So, yeah, he's on the. They're doing the right. They're pushing the right buttons with Garcia, which I'm glad because going into this year, I'm like, I was kind of lost on him. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you brought up the Continental Classic. 
And I got to thinking, and I just because I saw I saw Ichi over my shoulder here. Yeah. Uh, AEW usually gives one, two, three talents to New Japan for G1. Mm-hmm. Does New Japan next year give a couple talents and put them in the Continental Classic? And, I think and throw a couple CMLL guys in there. Yeah. Do I we, think that's we, we get a true tournament. I think that'd yeah. be fun. Um, yeah. If, especially from New Japan, you look at it this way, and I know they got a good partnership with AEW. AEW's now got Osprey. Supposedly got Okada coming up. They're taking their big guys. So these next guys, I mean, Saber's probably going to become their number one guy in their company. Um, and these these guys, these other guys who are going to step up, they're going to need to be known around the world more. So if they got an opportunity to get them over here on American television from time to time, I think you go for it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, being Saber Jr. going to probably be one of the headliners in, in New Japan, especially with, with uh, Danielson just putting mm-hmm. him over. And obviously, those two had a. I, I'm going to watch the match. I I haven't watched it yet, but uh, you know it's good. Just by reading what uh, foreign language I can read, uh, <laughs> so <it's>, nothing. <laughs> exactly. There was uh, a yeah. thumbs up in there somewhere that he understood. <laughs> well, there's a thumbs up. Yeah, and I, I saw a couple gold stars already in in some of the uh, tweets. So. People Meltzer. are giving no dipshit. <laughs> dipshit. Dave hasn't watched it yet or rated. Oh it no, yet. he's he's always late on a star rating. It's like three days later. It's like, come on, Dave. Well, I mean, you ever remember watching? He's got to uh, got to find his way to the computer through all that paperwork. No shit. His, no his, shit. His no shit. Office, he, he should be on an episode of Hoarders, not The Dark Side of the Ring. Yes. What an idiot. Yes. He yes, can he be should. he can be an absolute idiot sometimes. He can be. He he's uh, really good at what he does, but other times it's like, okay, we know you're friends with these people. Just shut and up. You're, you're just yeah. siding with them, yeah. 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 Anyways, um, before you start another topic, boys, I'm gonna take uh-huh. a quick break, a quick commercial break, and play some elevator music uh, because this is empty. <laughs> and while you do that, I will uh, talk about the announcement that I sent to you guys last night uh, from FWF. Uh, not the announcement of FWF, anything related to that. But um, I was just wrapping up, setting up, and I got uh, a notification uh, from X. And it prayers out to Maurice, the Miz, and their family. This is truly sad news. He's loud. <laughs> I muted and, his mic. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going, okay, what just happened here? You know, my first thought was Papa Miz passed away or something, uh, or Maurice's mom or something, you know. Uh, turns out it wasn't quite as bad, but Maurice has been diagnosed with a very rare precancer of the ovaries. Yeah. She does say that she's remaining positive and she's determined to beat this, but, you know, um, Prayers out to her and the entire Mizan and family. Uh, this is something that can be devastating. Now, on a lighter side of that, um, I was talking about it back in the locker room. And after it kind of set in for a little bit, because it is a serious thing, a uh, couple of us said, you know, if Miz didn't have those big balls, man, she'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Miz's fault. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're a yeah. That's good, good light, light take on it. But 
yeah, but the in all seriousness, seriousness yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoughts uh-huh. out to them. Oh, you're talking, you're, you're yeah. talking about obviously the uh, Miz and, and Maurice and her situation. Maurice, yeah. Yeah. Um, I read I read her tweet and she um, says that the lady doctor in Los Angeles she finally sees basically saved her life, um, and and, and pre- preached out to her and it, it sounds like they caught it quickly enough and uh, she's set up for a full hysterectomy here in like four weeks or whatever and then that should basically put her hundred percent road on the men. So uh, obviously awesome that she found a, a badass doctor out in California and took care of her. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Whoa. I'm trying to, I'm messing with something here. Uh-huh. Virtual backgrounds. Yes. They work better with a green screen. Let's see if I, see if or I can get, the, yeah, I know. I'm trying to see if I can, see if I can get this to work. I don't know if it's going to work. Trying to go uh, for the cheap pop here. Oh Lord! Cheap pop or cheap heat? Pop. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> there we go. Does that help with my glare? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might want to move over a little bit so we don't see him in the background. <laughs> oh, you got you're in Meltzer's. Yeah, he's in Meltzer's office. <laughs> Watch out for the cockroaches. <laughs> There's a really big one right behind him. That's why I told him he needed to scoot over. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm glad that worked. I wasn't sure if it was going to work or not. Yeah, um, it works. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out here in Uncle Dave's office for the rest of the pod. So, yeah. While we talk about ancient uh, computer back there. Yeah. Yeah, what what is? I mean, that looks almost like a Mac, like the Macs that we had in school. Uh, with the oh, it is background. It I'm is. sure this was taken a while back, but still. Well, yeah, still. I mean, that's taken a while back. He's look, he's actually got organizers in the back corner there, where <laughs> in, in Dark Side of the Ring, that shit's just on the floor. Yeah. Next oh, there's to, stuff next, on the floor too. Uh, yeah, next to a <laughs> half-eaten lunchable, probably from that dork. <laughs> No offense uh, to people that like Lunchables. I used to like them too, but yeah, I still like them every now and then. I saw a guy on YouTube eat a Lunchable for lunch every day throughout a week, and then rate them the other day. It was kind of entertaining. What kind of fucking time do you have on your hands to? <laughs> well, that was a that's a way to get it explicit without. Oh, I'm back. Yep, as you say, you froze, uh, but uh, you, you did, got did, so it was a quick video. Did you get my rant before I froze? I got the F bomb. That's why I threw okay. the explicit. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Did you say you watched YouTube videos of a guy eating Lunchables for a week? It was a YouTube video of a guy eating Lunchables like for lunch each day out of the week, and then he rated them. Yes. He's a popular YouTuber. I rate stuff. I want I want Tanner's job, Paul. Uh, yeah. I didn't say it was during work time. I just said I uh-huh. watched the YouTube video. I didn't say what time it was. Uh-huh. Guys are trying to get me in trouble here. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, uh-huh. sorry. Any first federal people listening? Tanner, <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I'm sure Tanner, they're all listening yes, and having a Tanner, party. Tanner works eight to five every day, just like yep, y'all bankers do. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, good stuff. But uh, all right, well, well uh, before we wrap this up, let's get into one other big topic. Um, we're shifting gears from AEW to the WWE for this one. It was the WrestleMania kickoff show that took place in Las Vegas on Thursday night. And we do now know that Roman Reigns is going to be defending his title against Cody Rhodes. But there was a lot of other things going on, too. Okay, before we get into that, what made them have this in Las Vegas? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. More hype. But what was Saturday in Vegas? Collision. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was. Outside it was. Vegas. Yeah. 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 So, so was this, oh, we're going to go out and do the Super Bowl thing. Are we going to go out and try to overshadow our competitor? Because that now they're competitive. Probably a little bit both. It was, it was almost, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a more slap to AEW than, hey, let's go out during media week of Super Bowl. Well, but, it was interesting too. I've never seen them do a kickoff show two months before an event before. No, and then to call it a kickoff show, mm-hmm. not and, even just like a press conference. And I noticed one thing that stood out to me being on Peacock and not a cable television, the uh, language barrier was completely gone. Now, the Rock was kind of on one with his language the other night. Mm-hmm. And, and so so was uh, Seth Rollins. You could hear him in yeah. a hot mic too. And Cody. And Cody, but leading up to this, well, it's been two weeks ago now, we saw Cody step aside and, and say, I'm going to finish my story, not at WrestleMania. And basically, we had a Rock Roman standoff. Five days, we, we, we go another week after that, and the uh, the IWC, is that, is that what you call them, Tanner, right? Mm-hmm. The IWC did not like what had happened. Rock was getting booed on national television. The Rock's daughter was getting threats, which I think that's stupid. That bunch people, of losers. Yeah. That, the the keyboard that stuff's stupid. But anyways, it was a very very negative reaction. We get another week very. of negative reactions, and all of a sudden, we get The Rock on the Pat McAfee show going heel. Okay, sticking up for Roman Reigns. And going heel, and then we get this live kickoff show, and all of a sudden, Rock and Roman are together, and he's protecting Roman, protecting the family, and we get a heel Rock. Boys, I'm telling you right now, the negative reaction, they stepped on their pee-pee, they realized it, they're backpedaling, and this is how they're spinning it off. Nice, nice family tree there, Paul. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been off doing. That's why I've been quiet. Uh, I tried to download this. It came in a weird format, so I had to convert it, and then I had to chop it a little bit. But here is the the Samoan family tree, including uh, Mr. Danny Garcia. No, actually, that's Ms. Danny Garcia, but still, it's funny. It is funny. Um, But, yeah, I I think they have completely (laughs) backpedaled their way around this and they're trying to spin it off this way. And yeah. so I don't, I don't know what we're going to get with rock at WrestleMania. He made a comment on the Pat McAfee show that he's in training camp. He's bought a new pair of boots. 
Um, he's he's gonna he's gonna wrestle. Yeah. But where, yeah. where right now, where does he fit in? Uh I don't know. I don't know. Um I mean, do do we do we form a tag team? Does he join the bloodline? I mean it's so so here here's two two ways. You know, obviously Seth gets involved at the, oh, at the yeah. press conference, right? He looks yeah. like a punk. <laughs> I'm only here so punk doesn't get fired. I, I don't if you if you spin it off as a tag team night one, okay? Roman's Rock versus uh Rhodes and Rollins, right? That's that's a pretty big main event. And then you stack night two, you have you know Cody Roman, and then you have Rollins and whoever wins the elimination chamber. So you actually mm-hmm. have two world title matches, one to kick off the show, one to end the show. I mean, you, there, there's ways that they could do this. Um, but the which is fine. But what I'm I guess what I'm more what I'm laughing more about is how I feel they're backpedaling that the biggest company in the world stepped on their dick and they tried to spin it off this way now. Um, yeah, because the one thing out of this that doesn't make sense to me still is we, we still haven't addressed why Cody said, I'm take, I, I'm coming after you, Roman, but not at WrestleMania. But now all of a sudden he's changed his mind. He said, I mean, we still haven't got that at all. Any explanation. And, and, and you won't because they're trying to spin it off. Right, right, right. The only thing I can think a way you could do this, and it's it's sloppy, it's way down there, and but one thing you could do is say, I still coming for you. I'm coming for your title at WrestleMania, but I'm still coming for the entire table. I am taking the bloodline down. Have him take out, you know, Solo or the other Uso that's still with him. Jimmy. Yeah, the one that wears the raw colors on SmackDown. <laughs> um, have him take him out. I did like how Cody brought up. He goes, oh, if the Bloodline's family, how's Jay? That, you know, I thought that was a nice little touch. Um things like that but you could you could have this work as he starts taking out because he said he's taking everything from him but then not at wrestlemania say the title was the final straw that i was going to take from you i'm taking everything else before then though yeah yeah i don't know it's it's sloppy is there you know, it could be a. I never said I wasn't challenging you for the title. I just said I was coming for everything, not at WrestleMania. I guess as Cody fans, we should be enlightened that Cody is in. It looks like he is going to get that title shot, which so we got what we wanted. But yeah, it's very sloppy. And now we got heel rock, which is interesting. First time he's been a heel since like 03. Um, yeah. He, he laid that slap in on Cody. I'll give, give that to him. Whew. The, the the best part of Heel Rock was that backstage segment he had with Triple Triple H. Yep. Um, told him he's got to fix this shit. 
they're not going to talk about my family that way. And, you know, Trip says, hey, you over the line. And then Triple Triple H comes out on SmackDown on Friday night and damn near buries The Rock. Tried to. Tried yeah. to. It doesn't matter where you sit. You tried to overstep your authority. I yeah. love the the multiple different references that H used in that promo on Friday. Well, because I think I think I think the IWC was really hard on Triple H and really hard on The Rock with this decision, saying he's using this board seat as power, mm-hmm. and Triple H had to come out and say, "Hey, just because you're on the board, I still got the, you know I still got the pencil, boys." You know, I think that's what he tried to do, re-authority his re put his authority back in there. Right. Yeah. Um, but that was a great segment. The other thing was uh, I thought the line of the night was, Hey, uh, what was it? You you might be the head of the table the last two years, but nobody's cooking or what was that? I don't know how that yeah, went. Yeah, on a Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Great line out of Cody. And Seth even popped. If you looked in the background when he said that, Seth popped for that. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, some some really good stuff there. I, I the panel on this. So you had McAfee, Biggie, Punk, and Cole. Mm-hmm. Flipping amazing. Those guys had so much chemistry. Those four guys, you know, McAfee, McAfee. I could see being a little prick heel. Okay, he's cocky and arrogant enough. I mean. This guy started a podcast in his basement and is now maybe the biggest sports media guy in the world. I mean, that's you can't argue that. He had he had the rock on his show of all people. Mm-hmm. And so obviously he brought the he's rock. the one guy to get the guy we don't mention anymore on the podcast on his show. That dude never did interviews with anybody. Yeah, and Ooh. he and he <laughs> and and Dickhead did one with McAfee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like I like that I have Paul James's quote there. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Big E opens it up. Hey boys, I haven't been around in a while, but I'm just here so Punk doesn't get fined. That was awesome. And then I love I love Punk basically just taking off all the gloves and saying, "Look, you got to go bust his chops. He ain't gonna disrespect you like that." Yep. You know, Punk getting a little bit vulgar there. I, I, man. This was a pay-per-view moment with one wrestling match. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was. That's how good it was. That's what mm-hmm. it was. It's and and and, it, and it, the funny thing is, it's all because they stepped on their PP yep. and, and tried to do it a different way. I, I I did one of my takeaways. I thought Rollins kind of looked like a clown. I mean, he was kind of left out there to dry. I mean, they kind of yeah. buried him. Roman buried him on the mic, and then I just kind of looked out of place there. Well, he, he was wearing two. a green sparkly suit. And his white shoes. Yeah. With his wife's shoes. Two. Roman could say he's the tribal chief. He looks like a puppy compared to The Rock. The Rock's mm-hmm. walking in front. The Rock's the one demanding this, this, and this, and this. Yeah. I I know they don't they don't announce next year's WrestleMania until this in the middle of the show, right? Is there any rumors? Have you seen where the next WrestleMania is at? I have seen um one rumors London. Because they haven't done a, a foreign one ever. But the other rumor, what was the rumor I saw? Oh, Vegas. Vegas? Vegas, yeah. Okay. Legion Stadium, yeah. Legion. So, if it's Vegas or London, two big, big, big venues, 
I think, bigger than Philadelphia, okay? Mm-hmm. Philadelphia yeah. is just a diehard wrestling town. Mm-hmm. But if you get a tag match between these two with, with Rock and Roman tagging together, then I think that almost guarantees you Rock Roman at the next WrestleMania, yeah. whether it's in Vegas or London. Yeah. You know, I, I was really hoping McAfee would would uh, politic behind and, and get it at Lucas Oil. I think it'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I ever told you guys this story that when the WrestleMania 8 was at the RCA Dome, mm-hmm. um, my dad actually turned down free tickets. Oh, oh, so, so, um, mm. I'm a obviously you see this behind me, Chevrolet guy, right? Dad, mm-hmm. the Chevrolet dealer, she, uh, the Chevrolet had a sponsorship with RCA Dome and they offered tickets to these Chevrolet dealers. And dad's like, yeah, my kid watches that shit, but I ain't going to take it. I'm, I'm, I was, I don't know, six, seven years old, right? Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to drive his ass all the way down to Indianapolis and watch this stuff. Da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah, he told me he turned down tickets to that. And I'm like, to this day, I'm like, and that, and, and if, uh, that's when, uh, that's when Ric Flair came. Mm-hmm. And so, Warrior came back. And Warrior came back at the RCA Dome, WrestleMania eight. So we need we need WrestleMania back at Lucas Oil. Yeah. I would I would try to attend to that. I, I would I never would do, too. I would never do their uh, their uh, uh, stupid package. Those travel packages. I oh my email. god. Oh my. That they're. I mean. Yeah. If I hit the lottery, I'd do it. Yeah. But. No, I I still Mania's on my bucket list. One one of these days to get to, and Royal Rumble is too. To be honest. So. I almost would rather see a Royal Rumble, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would rather do that than go to a freaking Super Bowl like we're gonna watch. Oh, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I think that too. I mean, I love football. I'm a huge football fan. Um, I've I've been to a World Series game and, I, and I've been to an NBA Finals game. Um, I'm not gonna go to a Super Bowl though. It's a little maybe, eh, maybe if the Colts are back in it, but I'd go I'd, if if I got tickets if the Broncos were in, I'd go. But honestly, if they weren't, I I would rather just watch it on the couch if they weren't in it. I'd, so. I'd get I'd get me a six hundred section nosebleed seat and <laughs> still pay seven grand or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay, maybe not. Maybe I'll still watch yeah. it from my home. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're you're in the nosebleed section, you might as well just watch it from home. You're just right. watching it on a TV anyway and paying Binoculars. four times as much for yeah. a beer than you're going to pay to go that's, that's get it true. at your house, including a fine for driving while intoxicated. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll have to get uh, we'll have to get Consuelo to come pick me up, <laughs> or 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 Mama Wayne will drive home that. <laughs> there night. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is fine. She's a, so, she's, a pretty, she's a pretty good driver, guys. I'm gonna keep the comment I want to say to myself. I'm, I'm gonna be nice today. I'm gonna be clean. I'm gonna be nice. No, no, um, just, 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 just one ball, one. <laughs> That's one thing, Tanner. You didn't mention Nana doing the dance with uh, oh, the mascot. The mascot that was pretty good. Or how about Nana doing the dance to motivate Swerve to get in to beat the ten count? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was like of all things, like this guy's dazed on the ground, rolling around, <laughs> and his freaking guy's just dancing around him. That is fucking great. He doesn't pick him up, throw him back in. He no, dances. he dances around him. Uh, one more thing with uh, this whole WrestleMania uh, feud. Anyway, uh-huh. anyway, they turn into a triple threat. And Rock still gets in, and <sighs> somehow, 
after after seeing this kickoff show and the way the rock and roman interacted mm-hmm. as on the same team mm-hmm. the rock or roman would have to do something right to to piss the other one off to 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 step outside the boundaries and i don't see that happening right. yeah right. i here here's what i if if they do tag night one okay Cody Rollins, Cody, whoever is the partner. You know, I've seen things like it should be Stone Cold. Stone Cold's talked about having another match and hit that, that glass drops. Oh my God. Can you imagine that place erupts? If, you know, mystery opponent, Cody picks his opponent, whatever. Um, I could see, I could see Roman and Rock losing that match, having tension. And then that leads to WrestleMania 41. You know, I always, I always thought we would have um, Roman and Cody night one. Cody wins, finishes his story, and then we, 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 we get away from the celebration and and the and Roman going through Gorilla, and there's Rock, and he's you, you disrespected the family. You didn't, you, you were not the head of the table anymore. You, you embarrassed this family name. Yada, yada, yada. And that leads to them night two. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that would be a way to spin it. But the way they're doing it now, again, they're flying from the hip, boys, because oh, yeah. this is not their original plans. I'm telling All you right, right now. What happens if Punk never got hurt? Yeah. If Punk if, if Punk never got hurt, it was gonna I swear it was gonna be Punk and Seth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But then Seth wouldn't be in on his tag, is what I'm saying. Where they right. end up going, yeah. Right, right, right. right. So yeah. Um, um, all right, and, and here's here's another thing, and this could happen. This mm-hmm. could happen because Tony Khan plays ball. Okay, if it's not Stone Cold as a mystery opponent, you take it's not Seth, idea. It's fucking Dustin. Asshole. Oh, okay. I thought you were family going versus family. Family versus family. That's exactly yeah. what I was getting Cold. ready to bring up. And TK plays ball and lets Dustin come back and have this match at WrestleMania. That that makes a lot more sense than what I was gonna say. I know another guy who's a big time mainstream star who could slide right in, John Cena. Yeah, yeah, but his, you know what? His comb over nowadays sucks. <laughs> he looks like a fucking high school principal. He does. <laughs> of all things, uh, of course, Cody's gonna shoot for um, Cena's title as the best. Uh, Make a wish person in the WWE. He's already done 40 since he's been back. So with The Rock being heel, I mean, I guess they ultimately could get their goal out of this, which is to make Cody even a bigger baby face than before. At the very yeah. end. I mean, if, if they play their cards right. Yep. But it's what I'm worried about. The one thing I'm worried about Cody is we've always seen him as the challenger or the guy chasing the title. What's he gonna be like as a champion? Hmm. Is, is that is all that prestige gonna wear off after five or six months into it? Or I, I think I think you're gonna see Cody as the complete opposite of Roman. And I know right now we got Seth as a fighting champion, right? Always on, always on television, always with the workhorse. But I love how Cody will post on Twitter his every at the start of the month his schedule for the month, mm-hmm. all the shows, and I mean. 
their their SmackDowns, there's Raw, then obviously all the the house shows mm-hmm. or or live events as we have to call them now. Um, yeah, live events and premium live events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck, fucking house shows. Let's, why why change? Why change yeah, a good thing? Hey, now that he that guy's out, maybe we can bring back those terms and we can say yeah. belts, belts and in you know fans, not the universe. Anyways, um, I I see Cody continuing the schedule and continuing and 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 putting that belt on the line you know and i know you get the you don't get it anymore but you used to i used to go to house events when i was a teenager and even in my early 20s and they always advertised a heavy a belt a challenge match right like belts Mm -hmm. on the line you know it's a house match you know it's not going to change it's happened what like three times in a hundred years. Yeah. The belt changed on a house event. Yeah, but you still advertised a world heavyweight title match. They don't do that anymore. No, you know champions you don't, even... don't go to house yeah. shows anymore. Yeah, so I, I really think he will bring that back, and and I hope he does. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be good. It'd be good for business. And and if he does that, I think that's the way he keeps his momentum up. Like Tanner said, after five six months, we're not just like, here comes Cody. We got to go, eh, you know, during his song, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Good point. Good point. So. You guys, got anything else you want to hit on around the world of wrestling? Um. All right, I want to pick you guys' brains on this because I've said with that other guy being gone. And the fact that even now within WWE, they're referring to it as a new era Mm -hmm. of WWE. Nick Aldis said something Friday night that I kind of popped for. And I think it was just a mispronunciation on his behalf. But he said, now that we know the title picture, or now that we know the main event for the WWE championship... Let's talk about Seth Rollins in the world heavyweight. Are we going to go? Are we going to finally get away from this undisputed WWE Universal 24 7, 365 USA Intercontinental Championship that Roman's carrying and just go back to WWE Championship? I, yeah, I, I hope so. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm all in favor of just having one champion, not even two, but I understand why they do two because two shows, blah, 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 blah. But every other sport. If we're going to mm-hmm. categorize this as a sport, they have one champion. You have one yep. Super Bowl champion. You have one NBA champion. You have one World Series champion. College sports, you have one champion. You don't have multiple champions. Um, you have one AEW world champion. Exactly. But in every other promotion, one champion. But if they have to do two, WWE champ, world champ. Yeah. Boom. Clear cut. Not this universal, yeah, undisputed crap. But I, I can also see, I, and I know Seth's belts fairly fresh right yes mm-hmm. a year old and it's it's only been seth right yeah yes okay cody wins at mania cody and seth unify those belts at SummerSlam. we mm-hmm. get a new design mm-hmm. and obviously i'm gonna want to say cody's gonna do that and cody being the workhorse cody's on raw cody's on smackdown every week here's the belt yeah. i'll travel i don't care mm-hmm. absolutely I would be more favored to that, but I don't know. I think they're going to keep two belts. Yeah. 
but yeah, I I think especially going into 2025 where Raw's on Netflix, not everybody's going to want to spend the 22.99 if they don't already have Netflix or whatever it is, 19.99 or whatever, just to watch a program that was on a channel they were already paying for. Now I got to pay extra to see this. This would give you a chance to keep at least your champion on both shows. So maybe him being whoever the champion is being on both shows that convinces people to go, you know what? All right. I'll spend the money. I'll start watching raw again. You know, what pisses me off what you just said, Paul. What? I remember when you could do online streaming of Netflix for eight ninety nine a month. So do it I. Was, it was under the the nine ninety nine a month for the network back in the day. Yep. Now they give them five billion dollars and it's twenty freaking dollars a month. Just, anyways, that's another yeah. ra- that's another rabbit hole. And, and if you want to have it on more than like two or three TVs at a time, so when you have multiple children who like to watch Netflix, you've got to pay the extra and get the premium it is it's like 25 bucks a month yeah actually funny funny you bring that up i was i was i was uh complaining towards my wife uh no not you yeah i i i actually i should never complain to her because she 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 puts puts up up with with, you my god yeah yeah she put she puts up with me and then she puts up with a three and a two-year-old that act like me um but we were in her truck the other day and and uh, it was just her and I, so the boys weren't in there. And I wanted to listen to Busted Open. So I typed in channel 156 because I have it in my truck. She's an avid nurse. She, she has Sirius, but she does the uh, bass oh, plan. Yeah. Unavailable. And I looked at her, I'm like, what? Well, she's like, look, I'm trying to save you like five bucks a month. Like she does it out of like she's. Try, and I'm like, I'm mad at her because I want to listen to Busted Open in her truck. <laughs> and it's just like, all right. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. But. Yeah. 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 Well, well, and now I don't know how this is going to impact AW, if at all. But, you know, I, and I think I sent you guys this in a text message this week. We had the news of ESPN, Fox, and Warner coming together this fall to create a new streaming app. Yeah. And it's all sports related. I don't know if AEW is going to, I mean, they, they have to resign a deal with Warner, but I don't, then even then, I don't know if they're going to land on the streaming service, but I can't think that app's going to be very cheap. No, no. What's a, I, I joined, well, um, my, uh, what the, the network was 10 bucks a month. And when we, we moved to Peacock, how much is Peacock a month? Uh, it varies with ads. It's, it's five like five ninety nine. It, yeah, it is pretty cheap. Okay, so I remember moving to Peacock because of the network, um, the and then you get all the cock. Come on, Paul, keep it PG, bud. <laughs> <laughs> From the man who gets us the explicit rating. Damn, I know, I know. It talks but, about Mama Wayne. Oh, in you leather. See, you want to see some pictures? No, <laughs> I can screen share, right? <laughs> I'll give you access. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. Then the Mama Wayne will quit sending them to me, so we can't. That's can't true. That. Uh, what was I talking about? You got me talking Peacock about Mama, Peacock. Mama Wayne and leather pants. That's all I need to. I don't need to talk about anything else. Peacock. Mm. 
and then you got you're gonna have Peacock, and then. But if if they move to a streaming, at, at some point with with Raw being on Netflix, you got Peacock. This people are gonna make choices. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And there, I mean, yeah, there's gonna be some that that do all three or whatever. Good for them. Yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be people that choices because honestly, the only reason I'm a member of Peacock is because of the WWE content. Yeah, I don't I, watch. I, I, I don't answer that in Big Ten. Now that the, the Big no, Ten has yep, yeah. them. Yep. I mean, honestly, I couldn't tell you the I, I was a Netflix subscriber. Um back when I, they sent you DVDs. Back when they sent you DVDs, yes. And you paid you paid five or six bucks a month to be to do the online thing. Yep. Oh so Buster could have bought them. They didn't do it. Yeah. yeah, and so now I'm thinking, do I do I do I keep that because I want to watch Raw? You know, yeah. a couple like I want to watch Raw after WrestleMania. About the only yes. Raw I usually watch, or leading into you know the big events, right? But is it worth twenty bucks a month? I know it's to watch yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Five yeah, we got to make decisions. So then, if if AEW does that, moves it to one of this this mega platform for sports, it's like, come on, boys. And again, I know that's what we're all moving to. You know, there's not going to be cable television in what, 15 years, 10 years? No. I'd, yeah, I'd say five to 10, probably 10. Probably 10. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you, I don't know. It's just, I know. It's, it's, it's just frustrating. But it is. It's very frustrating. I, gotta, I, this was, this was a big discussion, you know, 20 years ago when we're like, ooh, do we, do we buy the extra $2 a month and get HD? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kids. Does your cable provider provide HD seven twenty? You have one of them HD. You have one of them HD TVs. Oh, you got a what? Yeah. Uh, And okay, we're going down this rabbit hole. Remember when flat screen TVs? The screen was the only thing that was flat on these things because these things were like five and a half foot tall and like four foot wide. Oh yeah. Dedicate a whole corner to just the TV. And then if you looked at it just wrong, the picture was gone. It was so funny. Funny story. First actual <laughs> flat screen TV or wall mounted TV I ever had. So I'm 22, 23 years old. I'm working for my father, but I'm umpiring baseball on the side. Every night I'm umpiring baseball, right? They paid you in cash. Mm-hmm. Took that cash home, threw it in a shoebox, whatever. So I remember my dad, my dad and his buddies are playing cards one night and I come around, I have a beer with them or whatever. And, and I said, man, I really like one of those, you know, TVs. And they're like three grand. And uh, dad goes, ah, he smarts off. He says, I tell you what, if, if you pay half, I'll pay half. Well, he had no idea. He knew I umpired baseball, but he probably thought I did the damn thing for free. So I said, all right. He says, you, you provide me, you know, 1500 bucks. I'll go buy, I'll pay the other half. Right. So I walked in my closet, got my Jordan freaking thing. And there's a whirl of tens and twenties like this, right. From being paid out of the concession stand of the, of the little league diamond. And I went, I threw it right in front of him. He's like, Oh shit. <laughs> so my mom was there and mom's like, dude, you got, you got to hold up your end of the bargain. That weekend we go to Best Buy in Kokomo, Indiana. I'll never forget this. We pick out this TV. We get it home, hang it on the wall. We got no damn sound. Oh, well, back in the day, yep. those were just monitors. Yeah. So he had to go back and buy a surround sound now for it. 
And I'm thinking, oh, this is great. Like he had to pay for it, right? So long story short, I'm working one day at my dad's store and my our accountant lady comes up and hands me a bill or my my <laughs> monthly statement. And I'm like, what's this? She's like, she's like, your dad put all this stuff on the credit card and said to put it to your account. <laughs> it was a full amount. So he he put my TV and surround sound on the on the business credit card took my $1,500 cash and then charged it back and took $50 out of my check every week. What a, yeah, that's my first, oh. that's, that's my first dealing with a flat screen television. That's You're, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ask Bobby about it. I will have to, I'll have to bring yeah. that up. Yeah. And now uh three grand would buy you like a, Oh, the nice, nicest one on the market. Yeah, with three grand, surround sound. Three grand would buy you a ninety-six inch TV <laughs> and surround sound, or at least a sound bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the one behind me is like a sixty-five inch. Um, that's a Costco special at like four twenty-five. Oh yeah, it's yeah. amazing the price yeah. of TVs anymore. Like everything, inflation's taking everything out, but TVs are like going down the price. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Whatever. That's my first experience with a flat screen TV. Thanks for bringing up old wounds, Paul. Yeah, we got a uh, got a comment here on YouTube from a great account on X. Hey. Don't call AW Metrics. You need to do so. Oh yeah, he has awesome tweets with metrics. Runs a great fantasy league that I've part partook in the last few times he's done it. And he said late to the party, Jen. Sorry to miss all the AW chat. Just wanted to say keep up the great work. Enjoy the game tonight, and hope all three of you get all three of you in the fancy league this spring, which I will do. So. I, I, I'm, I I'm going to get, I, I'm going to get, yeah, I've, I'll probably still get to, I'm going to get in at this. this yeah. Spring. It's fun. It's so, fun. Yeah. I'll get in at this spring. Should have all three of us in it this spring. Yeah. And then, then, uh, then we're going to, let's, let's have a little wager. Cause it's, he does it quarterly, right? Yes. Yes. So we'll get in the second quarter. Yep. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, I think he fires just, up around double or nothing time. I believe. Yeah. All right, we'll have a little wager between the three of us. Or maybe after Revolution Spring. Yeah, yeah, we'll do something. I mean, I'm not putting my KLP predictions title on line because we know I'm still going to have it after Revolution. So. Oh, no, no, no. We're going we're gonna to do something. something He's talking little... cash money here. I can no, see. No, 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 no. I think you, I don't know. I don't know. Bottle of tequila, maybe? My KOP predictions championship. That is a legend. It is a legend. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I don't know. We'll do something. Yeah, we'll do something. Well, final thing I got. I want your guys' Super Bowl prediction for tonight. You want to know who the best team is, or do you want to know who the NFL wants to win? Oh, and just real quick. AW Metrics said draft your teams during March. Season will be March, April 1st through June 30th. All right. Well, there you I, go. I, I uh, have missed out the past two times he's done this. I'm in this. I'm in 100% this time. All right. Let's do it. We'll hold you to that, Shep. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, is this, is the line still one and a half? Niners I minus one so. and a half. I believe so. It's moved a lot. I mean, I saw two and a half, then it went down, then it's kind of gone back up. Let's see. All the listening to uh, Diggs on McAfee show. One and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Diggs is you know part of Hamadam. Uh, that that show. He says all the big, the big, big, big money bets are on the Niners. Yeah. Hey, Vegas always wins, right, guys? Mm-hmm. I would say the Niners are a better football team for oh, sure. I, I think so too. For sure. But. But 
you Bradley got. Bill. I'm not even gonna bring her up because <laughs> I I put I put her in the same category as somebody else we don't talk about on this pod. Oh boy, we're gonna Swifties after KOP now, dude. Right? She's she's an awful human being, awful human being. I I I take the Chiefs and the points. I'm taking them, taking them. I can't do it as a Bronco fan. I can't do it. Direct all your hate to at the Shep twenty seven <laughs> on Twitter. That's fine. If, if 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 any Swifties listen to this podcast, she's an awful human being, and I hope she leaves the country after the next presidential election. She can take her fucking five five hundred million dollar jet and fly back over to Japan and sit there and perform and fall off the stage and do whatever the hell she does. I don't care. She can go. She can go to Canada. Move to Canada. Her and Trudeau can fucking party together. She, You know what? She sucks so bad she probably doesn't even party. <laughs> Only cool people party. Have her go to fucking Canada and drink maple syrup. I don't give a shit. D. Explicit. D. D. Explicit. <laughs> You guys always find a way to push my button. Oh, I did. I didn't know our Super Bowl prediction was going to get good there. I just wanted a score prediction. Who you thought was going to win? Uh, and, and just just to let you guys know, I took Travis Kelce plus eleven hundred first touchdown just because of this stupid bullshit. I put uh, twenty bucks, twenty five bucks. I don't know for the first touchdown, Travis Kelce, just because. They the NFL wants to see him catch a touchdown, and then so they can pan to her um, and get uber ratings. And it's don't even, business, but. yeah. So I took the prop bet. He's a plus eleven hundred as of last night. I think you guys should jump on that. Um, and don't even get me started on the freaking halftime show. That's we'll I'm sure, I'm we'll, sure. Yeah, we'll get we'll get blacklisted and and. Spank. Everybody will receive their own cease and desist letter. Shep will get two, Tanner will get one, and I'll get one for something I did or said. Oh, if I got two, that'd be awesome. I would I would frame yeah. those in gold frames. Well, as a uh, Bronco fan, I hate the Chiefs. I've hated them a lot before everybody else started hating them. I hated them when Alex Smith was their quarterback, when Patrick Mahomes was still at Texas Tech. Um, I think the Niners are the better team. They have a lot of Broncos connections. It's kind of like what could have been for the Broncos, but their stupid general manager at the time didn't want to hire Kyle Shanahan, so got stuck with a different coach. Um, I'm not going to get on my soapbox here. Long story short, I've taken the Niners 20-17. to 17. Low scoring game. Oh, you've been given the points. Yep. Uh, I'm taking – I'm still taking the Chiefs, but I'm going, I'm going 34-28. I do think it's going to come down to uh, it'll be a very, very close game um, in the fourth quarter. Mm. Very little time remaining. Somebody will kick a field goal, win it by three. But I'm not picking either team here. Um, I know you both probably think I'm going to be crazy for this, but I think the fans are going to be the winners of this. I'm just saying it's going to be a, a good showing regardless so the fans the swifties already won all right half them damn swifties think taylor owns the team so you know there's that but uh <laughs> yeah True. i just i think the fans are gonna win this because ushers doing the halftime show 
Taylor will be shown like 50 million oh times. Here we go. And uh, and uh, I'm also doing something tonight, <laughs> Chef. This one's really going to get him fired up. So you might as well just throw up the explicit and just leave it up there after I get done with this. I am uh, tonight. I've got a piece of paper. And on it, it says number of times Taylor is mentioned, number of times Taylor is shown. And through the entire Super Bowl, I'm keeping tally marks. And I'm going to tally it up at the end of it and see how much of it was actually talked about her. Well, good for you, Paul. That's all I'm going to say. Good for you. <laughs> By the way, Taylor, I, I know this is a professional wrestling podcast. I know we're talking NFL, but I know you guys do watch sports. Caitlin um, Clark. Caitlin Clark's eight points away from setting that record, but they're losing in Nebraska. Uh, by three with 15 seconds to go. Um, I was actually talking to a coworker about this today. I th- she she needed 39 points. Obviously, she's got 31. Um, I said she was going to score 35 tonight or today, and then her next home game, she's going to break the record. So, um, an amazing talent. I think she will end up in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, because – her boyfriend just accepted a job with the Indianapolis Pacers. So she has a little connection here. They have a top draft pick as well. Fever. So, yep. yep. So not a big WNBA fan, but would love to see her come to Indianapolis. She's an amazing, amazing yep. basketball player. So what she's done for women's college basketball is unbelievable. Exactly. So I'm going to talk about that instead of the dumb shit Paul was trying to get me wrapped up into. <laughs> And I'm going to end this podcast on a positive note, uplifting women's basketball in the state of Indiana, which state of Indiana is a basketball state. We love our basketball. We love our basketball. Who? You want to get in that conversation today? No, the movie. The movie. Oh, Jesus, Paul. I I was trying not to get into that, talking about this, but... You had to get Tanner all riled up and say that word. Michigan's I mean, better anyway. The, mm, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stop because they're by far the worst team in the Big Ten. They have eight wins. Yeah. Football, yes. But. Here's, the, here's the deal, boys. <laughs> I, I use a shit team coached by a shit person, okay, are going to squeak their way into the tournament, no, win their first – Let's just fucking hear me out, Tanner. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna make a little run in the, the tournament because they're gonna play on Wednesday of the Big Ten tournament because they're so damn low seed. They're gonna play their way to Saturday, okay, and then lose. They're gonna get in the tournament as a 14, 13 seed, win one game, and then get smoked. Typical. Oh, wow, they had, they had a police escort for Caitlin that game. Uh, Nebraska won. All right. Um, Purdue is going to be a one seed again and lose. Because Matt Painter, a.k.a. Shane O'Mac, because they look like twins, and bring up a side-by-side, them dudes are twins. <laughs> they, 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 they shit down their leg during tournament time. Not this year. Okay. It different. It's Zach Eady. Zach Eady's gonna go back to Canada and Trudeau's gonna say, You're out of this country. 
you can't win a game. Look, hey, I'm Ma- just is late to the party, but he said he loved that boss man slam from Big Bill on the outside. Oh, it was perfect. I'm just saying, <laughs> the Wolverines provide some good football. That's all oh, I'm saying. They do. Man. I thought you're an Ohio fan, Paul. Nah, he's Michigan. I'm you're- a Cleveland in Guardians Brown. <laughs> and Browns fan. So why how, the Indians? How's the connection to the Michigan football? Because I mean, why not go down a sports rabbit hole two hours and eleven minutes into this? What else yeah, we got? The new do? KOP record. What else we got to do on a Sunday afternoon? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, um, the connection is a cheesy one, as probably as cheesy as it'll get. I'm a nerd. I don't watch a whole lot of sports. I'll admit that. I'm not your typical sports guy like you guys are, you know. Wolverine, X-Men, yellow and blue. It's the same thing okay. with the Wolverines. That's the tie-in. That's all really right. that's all there is. So hey. My my dad um like my dad and granddad liked IU basketball when Bobby Knight was coaching. Um good, good my dad good. went to my dad's a tree. He went to Indiana State. So <laughs> your dad's a tree. I'll, I'll tell you that next time I see him. Hey, how you doing tree? Yeah. He'll, he'll be, probably get the reference. Get it in Go early, trees. Emerging fucking hearts. Yes. Uh, as what was I getting ready to say? I don't know. I got nothing. Um, yeah, I, I got nothing now. I had something to tell you there, Paul, but I got nothing. So I I'll threw get, you off when oh, I told you my no. dad was a tree. No, yeah, you did actually, but you said uh, why you like the Wolverines because of uh, of Marvel or whatever. That's great. Uh, I became a, a I became a uh, a Penn State fan as a, at an early age, uh, a football Penn State fan, and the reason being uh, when I started playing tackle football as a fourth grader, um, the only jersey that would fit me in the the athletic store, I think it. It used to, it's called lids now, but I can't what it, what it was called before lids. Yeah, I. I uh, Anyways, I walked I, in I there sports or something like that. Yeah, and the only jersey that fit me was a was a blue number thirty two Kajana Carter jersey from Penn State. So my fat ass slipped into that jersey, and I became a Penn State fan. So yeah, until about two thousand eleven. Yeah, don't even go there. Yeah, I'm not. That's I'm not, not even going to bring there. that up. Yeah. Not, Google but, uh, it, everybody, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and and the only Wolverines sports I get behind is football. Just so there's that. All right. Big All Ten, right. I bring it back to Indiana. Well, this this and I do go Purdue on that one. All right. All right. Purdue grad. <laughs> this this went from an AEW podcast to a WWE podcast to an NFL podcast to a collegiate podcast to a women's basketball podcast. You know what? If you're still listening from the start, thank you guys thank you. for listening to our dumbasses going every, 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 every uh, different direction. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Cheers. Have a great Sunday fun day. Have a good Super Bowl. Drink a little too much today. So work sucks tomorrow. I don't care. I'm going to. Tanner, I think that just wrapped the show. Yep, I don't even think we need to do a wrap. So. <laughs> no, no. We'll see you guys next week. And we'll kick out yet another podcast. There we go.